2: Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to the Top of the State sports Show. It is Sunday Plus. The hardest working man in sports radio As so large after up all night and not feeling up to par, whatever. We are here on a Sunday morning. For that being said, the Sunday, tr- Sunday morning tradition continues. I get an asterisk on this show as I am on some good medication and uh, feeling much better than last night. Oh, folks, old Sonny was bent over on the side, not feeling really good, and uh, show was in jeopardy this morning, but I was going (laughs) to, you know, no pun intended, stomach the Uh, show and do it anyway, but, man, I'm flying high, so hopefully my picks will, you know, be all right here as we take a look at the games, all of the games that are on tap here on the Couch Potato Sports Show on a Sunday morning. Cuervo will be with us uh, here fairly quickly, but some interesting news that is out there. Uh, Carr, Derek Carr from the Raiders. Is starting today, so he's probably going to have something to protect that back, probably something that goes around to protect that back, and you know he is going to get targeted for that back as well. So uh, that's good for the Raiders, especially uh, where they are sitting. And, folks, again, if my – Hopefully my words are not slurred or anything like that because I think I'm already hearing it. Um I love those drugs, but they you know, those medicines after, you know, you've been in pain all night. The doctor uh was very kind to Sunny. Helped me feel a little bit better. But again, if I'm uh slurring my words it's not because I'm drunk, it's because I am not feeling well, and the doctor gave me some medicine, but wanted to do the show really bad as we were not on air last week. I was in Arizona on the bye for the Raleigh Eagles. Uh, week uh, They have a bye each year, so uh, during that week, I head on over to Arizona to see my dad. And I had a good time there. Won a parlay card over the weekend as well, the afternoon games. I missed the morning parlay. Um, didn't miss it by much. I only missed it by one game, a three-teamer. And uh, we did very well on that. So I was very happy with the result of the afternoon parlay. So um, last year, not, uh, last week, not on air, but the Dallas Cowboys. Especially for my locals here. I'm uh, not feeling very good about what's going on with Dallas. And folks, you know, right here locally, you know, I've tried to warn you about what was going on in Dallas, about what the situation was with Dallas. This is a football team that lost way too much on the defensive side of the ball, especially in the secondary. Last couple of weeks, no Sean Lee in the lineup. That makes me want to pick against them every single week um, when Sean Lee is not there. Because the defense is not all that good, because the leader is not all on the football field, it's almost impossible to pick the Dallas Cowboys to win. Now the news coming out, Ezekiel Elliott's suspension will be upheld, and this right here is one of the uh, situations where they might have been better off at the beginning of the year of taking the suspension instead of being here in week number seven as they're on the bye this week. So he is going to be suspended for week eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and thirteen, a vital stretch for the Dallas Cowboys, Without having Ezekiel Elliott in the lineup, it's an effect. And I've read a lot of things about Ezekiel Elliott. Making sure my microphone is on. Yes, okay. I've read a lot about Ezekiel Elliott. About, you know, they stink with him anyway. Um, Folks, if you don't have Ezekiel Elliott in your lineup and you're the Dallas Cowboys, you're just stupid. I mean, Darren McFadden's okay, and don't get me wrong. I like Darren McFadden for an old running back to do what he's going to do for the next six weeks, which is fill in for Ezekiel Elliott. Alfred Morris, a talent without question, filling in. These guys are fill-ins for Ezekiel Elliott. There's no question about it. And Ezekiel Elliott not having a good season, hey, that's part of it. Welcome to the sophomore slump. The reason why every single year it's really hard for rookies of the year prior to come out and have a good season is because there's so much tape on you now. And especially since you're Ezekiel Elliott, give me a, and I've said it on the show, you can ask Cuervo, give me a defensive coordinator each and every time, and I may be wrong sometimes and I don't, but I'm going to tell you, they're not going to have the season they had last year with Ezekiel Elliott running the football. No big surprise. I, I don't understand what the shock here is. He is a sophomore running back in the NFL who had tremendous success. And how many times have we seen that to where why Dallas Cowboy fans are shocked? It's ridiculous. It's really simple. The film is out there, and you can sit there and feed, you know, he does the feed me thing. Well, guess what? Defensive coordinators are just like you, They You'll give me more film, and i pick that up. And we'll keep your ass in line. And they did. They kept his ass in line. This guy's not having a good season. You look at his stats, it will tell you that. And compared to where he was last year. Now, should he fight the suspension? I don't know. Who cares? I you know, that I, I'm I'm getting to the point in sports news. Where I'm in, you know, the supposed news, I'm at the point where I'm saying I don't even care. Do you care out there? I mean, you know, I, I guess it's, you know, to get you away from... It's taking away from what sports is. It's to take you away from reality for three or seven hours, if you watch it all day on a Red Zone, and take you away. And the fact that all this news is coming out and everything... You know, about certain things, you know, whether it be the Colin. I'm at the point now, I don't give a... I don't give a rip. The NFL is what it is. It's an entertainment mecca. It's just like... The, and the celebrities are the players. And the owners and everything else. It's... You know, folks, when you start taking the NFL too seriously... That's when you have crazy fans doing what that dude did over in in Carolina. A disgusting move by a fan. Folks, this is entertainment. If you don't teach it, you know, treat it that way, guess what? You get too involved and you end up doing what this crazy nut did over in Carolina. It's stupid. It's a sport. It's entertainment. You either A, like the movie, B, you don't, or C, uh, it was okay. That's how you rank the NFL for gosh sakes. But if you start taking the NFL too seriously, you got guys going out and doing what this guy did in Carolina. If you haven't looked it up or read it, look it up. It's stupid. I'm not going to go over it. It's you know half the ass you know, I'm I'm hitting the drugs here this morning here with my medicine and I can hardly even remember what it was but I I know the guy should be in jail it was an assault that's what it was and it was an assault I mean it's it, ridiculous I'm another fan I mean you can't even go to a damn football game without worrying about crazy drunk ass idiots out there trying to hurt you because you're wearing a different jersey or whatever the excuse is it's stupid it's entertainment. Do you beat people up because they like Iron Maiden? And you like the backstreet boys? Come on, can we get serious? No. Hey. This may be an interesting show. I'm gonna go back and listen to it. I it's just like, you yeah. know. It's almost you know, it's almost like fighting. I like Marty Callender Pop Pies. You like Banquet. Let's let's get into a fight. So stupid. <sighs> Maybe it's me. But that having been said, of course that's the name of the show. Uh lots of things going on in the NFL. And we're gonna cover all the games. Um and I was on record at least over at my house uh with my dad about Thursday's game. Um, I did get Thursday's game right. I don't trust the Panthers, um, so there was no way I could pick the Panthers in doing what they're doing. And by the way, NFL needs to get it right. The Indianapolis Colts hasn't been jack squat for the last three years, but they put the Colts on Monday Night Football. Are we serious? Can we talk? I need a Jones, I need a Joan Rivers. Can we talk? I mean, geez, Louise, you have other games. Pittsburgh and Kansas City could have been on Monday Night Football for crying out loud. Hell, even the Rams and the Jags would have been a better pick. But you give us Indianapolis and the Titans. Give us two good teams. The Titans are okay, but they're you know they're not necessarily living up to. A reputation of what we thought they'd be as they're two and three and they've lost two in a row. There are so many other better games this week, like Green Bay and Minnesota. Would have been much better pick out there. You know, I don't know. Like I said, maybe it's me. Who are the Raiders playing? That would have, that might have, yeah. The, the Chargers, at least the Chargers, at least the Chargers are entertaining, for God's sake. I mean, the NFL needs to really get it right. I mean, if you're going to have these stupid games on Monday night, fine. But can you give us somebody besides the freaking Colts? We have, you know, we have a couple of good games that were definitely a better pick that you could have put up on Monday night. Pittsburgh and Kansas City that should have that should have been in prime time. Come on, NFL, let's get it right. Minnesota and Green Bay would have been a better pick. Those should have been the prime time games. Instead, we get we, we get made to suffer with the Colts. Can we talk? Come on, NFL. And, and, and NFL fans, let's stop with the nonsense in the fans, in, in the stadiums, against other fans. Just because they're not wearing a Panther jersey doesn't mean you go off on them. Come on now. So that having not been said. That's where we're at this morning. And... Of course, I am on my meds, so I'm going to have to depend upon a guy to pull me through and keep me well, because I might go out on a tangent, in case you didn't know. That's right, it's Cuervo. Uh, Cuervo, good morning, how are you, my friend? I'm uh, doing well, Sonny. How are you doing, my friend? Hey, I'm flying high, and that's not even a joke. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I believe
3: it. I believe it. Yeah,
2: <laughs> got to love those meds. But uh, boy, we almost came close to not having the show for two weeks in a row. That would have stunk. Or you could have got up online. But I'm feeling better. Got the meds rolling through me. Uh, some interesting things. Let's get your take on them since uh, you weren't there. Derek Cars comes back. Against the Chargers, this is a good game for him to come back for. That that division game, that all-important division game, it's already going to be a slobber knocker anyway. Now you get Derek Carr back out on the football field. So, you know, the Raiders have a chance because with the E.J. Manuel, it, that, that was a disgrace last week. Yeah,
1: pretty bad performance by E.J. Manuel and, and... – and I'm sure uh, uh, Raider Nation is is more than happy to see Derek Carr come back. And like you said, it's a good game for him to come back. Uh, you know, this is a win that they definitely need since they dropped games yes. to, uh, you know, to the Denver Broncos. And uh, so they they need to bounce back at least in, in, in the
2: division if they're going to win this thing and, and make it to the postseason. Definitely Another uh, injury, uh, well, not necessarily injury update, uh, but Ezekiel Elliott, uh, six weeks, is going to go ahead and uphold. Um, they're still going to try to do something to have this guy play. I mean, geez, how much money are you going to spend on having this one guy not play who hasn't been himself? And what do we say every single year, Cuervo? Give me a defensive coordinator over a second-year guy any day. And guess what? That's exactly what's going on here, isn't
1: it? Yeah, pretty much, Sonny. I mean, you know, it's it, it's to me I I what I want to avoid seeing is you know, the whole like the whole Tom Brady situation where you kind of drag it out and draw it out where you know, it's the guy just it's the game's out, you know, he's done talking about like like who talks about The the deflate deflate stuff anymore. Like, who talks about that anymore? It happened. Brady served his punishment. It was done. We moved on. Just like anything else in the NFL, to include, you know, this uh, uh, kneeling for the national anthem thing. That that started to fade away. So, you know, if that can fade away, then I'm pretty sure a, a situation with Ezekiel Elliott being accused of. You know, uh, uh, assaulting a woman—that—that that definitely go away. Because, first of all, let's be honest: there, there hasn't really been a lot of proof, from what I know, showing mm-hmm. or proven that it happened. So, uh, you know, there's that. But the fact that uh, the suspension is is being put in place—I mean, uh, maybe it's easy for us to say it's sunny, but I think. If, if that's what is going to get forced upon him, sit out six games, just sit the six games out and be done with it, dude. Like, why are you going to allow it to drag on?
2: Cuervo, well, they should have just let this go at week number one. Here we are. We're in week number six, or week seven. Cowboys are on a bye. We could be talking about Ezekiel Elliott coming back, you know, what, you know, pretty much right after the bye. Yeah, they, they would have been all set and ready for him to go. And – you know, those defensive coordinators Getting time to even study you Not only that, Quervo, They're on a bye this week So, you exactly. know, that will help You know, th- that really hurts Rolling into this because now they're coming Out of the bye now without Ezekiel Elliott It's like having a high ankle sprain now That's the way the Cowboys Really need to look at this High ankle sprain, you're out for six weeks So, really, just put it in the mindset That the guy's injured for six weeks now let's get on. You got Darren McFadden. Hey, you know he's getting older. He's up there, but he's capable. Alfred Morris, he's getting up there. He's capable. They got enough backup. They should just started that thing at the beginning of the season. Now you go back in. He's out for week eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, and thirteen. The meat of the schedule, and they made a bad decision about this whole thing. And they should have just jumped right on it, and that that's not very good for them at all. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying, Sonny. It's like, you know, if they were smart, they would have just,
1: you know, just allowed him to, to take the suspension, but I get it, you know, Jerry Jones yep. and, and his principles of why have somebody serve a suspension for something they didn't do, well, here we are again. You know it's the same mm-hmm. thing with Tom Brady. Nobody can prove that he ordered those balls to be deflated or whatever happened, but he sat out those four games last year. He came back, and um, when you saw the, results, the reason why they won they the Super
2: Bowl, Cuervo. Last year, not having Tom Brady for the first five for the first four weeks of the season, he was out. You know he's out a fourth of the schedule, and he plays three-fourths of the schedule, comes back week five fresh. And those other quarterbacks just really got beat up in the first four games. And, you know, they should – I'm telling you right now, I think the Patriots should look at their schedule each and every year and decide, well, you know, these first four games aren't that important. You know, if we go two and two – We've got Super Tom coming back, you know. At least we can slide him in after that. I think they should get consideration, let Tom Brady play three quarters of the season so he can take him to the Super Bowl every year. Of course, we were saying that the year before. You know, give this guy, take that, take the suspension. And Tom Brady comes back and he's better than anybody else out on the football field because he's not taking the weekly hits uh, that a quarterback takes, so Uh, some craziness. Hey, some more injury reports. I got a, got a page here. That's got some injury reports for you as the Los Angeles chargers. I, I, I'm really, are you still having a hard time saying Los Angeles chargers? I am.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, it's been like that your whole life, at least. for Yeah. Um, (laughs) you know, to to just go from San Diego to LA. it's, It's, I know they're close on the map, but, uh, You know, it's just just hard to, you know, say L.A. Chargers. It just sounds
2: weird. Yeah, or Los Angeles Chargers. Doesn't sound right. But, hey, they get their wide receiver back, Mike Williams. That is good uh, because Phillip Rivers needs, uh, needs a weapon out there. So, that's huge for him. Ty Montgomery from the Green Bay Packers. He's listed as questionable for the game. Baltimore Ravens, and this hurts my feelings. Because I am, hey, I, I, Sonny has admitted it. I am a Jeremy Macklin fan. Um, so uh, the way it's going to go down, it's going to come down to the wire. He is uh, doubtful for the game against your Chicago Bears, who got the big win. That's By the way, we didn't get an opportunity to talk about the Chicago Bears getting the big victory.
1: Um, which victory, Sonny? They, they did not win.
2: They won on, the uh, week Monday, before. Cause... Yeah, they won well, the they week before get... that, though.
1: Well, against the Steelers, they did a couple weeks ago. Yes.
2: Yeah, we didn't get an opportunity to talk about it because I I was decompressing. I was no schedule, no nothing. I wasn't doing anything by time except getting to the airport. Um, so we, uh, I I just needed time away, uh, but. I, I will tell you that was a huge game, but then they, you know, come back and you know lay a sinker on Monday Night Football.
1: Yeah, they did. I mean, I I, I tell you what though, even though they lost, um, I saw. I think well, most. I think the most Bears fans would say the same thing that we saw what we needed to see uh, out of uh, Mitch Trubisky, the the rookie quarterback, and you know he. he he looks confident. I mean, he's moving around the pocket a lot, uh, making good throws. Like, that's what you want to see. You want to see a guy that's in there that that just looks the part. He looks the part now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Gotta, good point. He's got to learn to play the part now. And, and of course, that's going to take some time. I mean, there's no – He's a rookie. There's not very yeah. many rookie quarterbacks that just come in and they just – they've got it right away.
2: So – um, well, I, I'm going to tell you, yeah, I was reading all on social media about how people are sick of the Bears. They, they they are done with it. I'm like, dude, this guy's a rookie. Give him a break. He's good. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, he's going to be pretty damn good, Cuervo. I mean, you know, the 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 start last week. Yeah, they take the loss. What was it? 2017. I think they lost by a field goal. You know, but I've seen worse. I've seen worse debuts in the NFL by a rookie quarterback, you know, way worse than what we've seen by Trubisky.
1: Oh, yeah, by far. I mean, that, this is probably, even though the numbers may not say it, but what you saw on the field, I mean, this was a pretty
2: good rookie debut. It's pretty good. I thought so. Um, I thought so. Yeah, I mean,
1: the numbers... And that Minnesota Minnesota
2: defense is for real, Cuervo.
1: Oh, most definitely, Sonny. And that's why I think you're going to... I think today's going to be different. You know, Bears fans don't give up. You're going to see a different team today against a a Baltimore Ravens team that seems to be struggling, uh, you know, for the most part on both sides of the ball. I mean, they... You know, I know that. Uh, I think last week they they won, but I mean, I still it's still on my mind from two weeks ago, Sonny, in London, where the Jacksonville your Jacksonville Jaguars just bent them over and spanked them
2: on a two game winning streak.
1: Yeah, I mean it's it's yeah you know, <laughs> that that's the memory that I have of the Ravens still is two weeks ago when they got spanked. so
2: Well, you know it's, what that's uh, like, Cuervo? You know what that's like? And I put it up in my post. That's like having food poisoning. you got to puke that out and forget about it and get it out of your body. you got to you got to move on from it because I'm going to tell you right now, that was a bad performance. And then they came back and they got the victory last week, uh, which was a, you know, it, it, after an ass-whipping like that that uh, they received in London, you know, if you're the Baltimore Ravens, you know you beat a team that without their car, I think they they played the Raiders right, and they they actually handled the Raiders last week if i 'm not mistaken they so did. You know, they yeah did. you you need to have that kind of performance after you come off a debacle that they had over in uh London, so you know that's good, that's really good for the Ravens, but you know Guville since we 're talking about it, we might as well hit that game right away. We should start. Let's do it. Let's start with that game. The Chicago Bears one and four, loser of two in a row. Baltimore Ravens three and two. They won last week. We just got done talking about that. We get Trubisky. You know, I feel good about the Chicago Bears. The only thing it is, is is that even last week when the Raiders and um the, when the Raiders played last week. You know, they did not have – or they they had E.J. Manuel in there. They didn't have Carr. But the Baltimore Ravens pretty much stuffed that whole thing. Now, is there a difference between E.J. Manuel and Derek Carr? Absolutely, hugely. Uh, but they still offensively had very much success. They scored 30 points last week, um, you know. And, and say whatever you want, you know, that Oakland defense – they may not be on top of the AFC or even at top, but that's a decent defense. So they get off the schneid last week, get that victory after the debacle. The Chicago Bears coming off of two losses. But, I mean, you know, I, I want to pull the trigger on this, Cuervo, and, and I'm liking what i seen from Trubisky last week, but I don't have enough to go ahead and pull the trigger as they take on the Baltimore Ravens, which by the way, just to let you know, Cuervo, if it seems like I'm slurring my words a little bit, that's the medicine. So, uh, ignore that. But th- this is going to be a good game here today, Cuervo. Oh
1: yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, and and, and I'm totally understanding what you're saying by the way. So good. <laughs> I, I'm hearing you clearly. So, um, good. but, uh, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 um, I I think I speak for most fans too. And you know, like you said, I mean, it's it's you don't have a whole lot to go off of. You have one game worth of tape, as they say, to go off of what you see from Trubisky. And right, you know, it's it's not a whole lot, but I mean, I tell you, it's it's enough to show you what he can do. With his legs, with his hands, with his arms, um, you know, and, and more or less with his brain, because if you, you know, some of the decision making he made, I thought was pretty good. Yeah. Um, and and this was again, this was against a pretty good, you know, Vikings defense, like you said. Yeah. I don't think the Vikings defense is on the level of, or, uh, you know, the Baltimore Ravens. I think it's it's on a much higher level, so. You know, we it's it's okay to expect a little bit more today from Trubisky. Um, the only but not much. this game's this game's on the road, and yes. this Raven defense shows up when it wants to. When it
2: wants to show up,
1: it'll show up.
2: And um, two inter, two interceptions today they're going to get from Trubisky. It's just it's almost automatic. I mean, the, these Ravens they love rookie quarterbacks. They love those young quarterbacks and then on the other side you got Joe Flacco a 10-year veteran you know you know so the the contrast between Trubisky and what's going on with Joe Flacco i mean you, you know Flacco missing all the training camp with the injured back finally has a good game last week even though it is against a Derek cardless Oakland Raiders that's still an impressive victory 30 to 17 so Baltimore's at 3 and 2 they're tied for first place with Pittsburgh um, and that loss against the Chicago Bears is definitely going to be in play here um, later on in the year for the Steelers. That that loss could come back and haunt them. But, I mean, like you said, you've got a first-year dude doing what a first-year dude is going to do, and, and I think there's going to be a couple interceptions that are going to go on there. But one thing about the, the Bears' defense, which is so overlooked in reality, Grebo, the Bears are ranked sixth in the NFL in total defense, but they lost Willie really Young last week as, as they had to put him on injured reserve last week. I think it was a tricep, and I remember that guy was having a really good season to that point. The And yeah. then... Uh, Trav- Travonathan is that I think that's how you say his name. Uh, he's coming back after serving the one-game suspension, so that's going to help him. So, But uh, Chicago's lost his uh, last ten games out on the road, Cuervo. That, that, that's killer for you. I mean, you've got to be in this, in this league. You've got to win games out on the road, and they're just not doing it. And it's going to be 11 after the end of this one.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, Danny Trevathan, by the way. That's, I think that's who you were Trevathan. talking about. Thank but, you, my
2: friend. <clears throat>
1: yeah, it, it he is back, which is good because if you remember in that Monday night game, I think the Bears were down to their fifth string middle linebacker uh um, yes. by the end of that game because like you said, Willie Young was out, um uh Christian Jones got hurt, uh Nick Kwakowski was already hurt. Um, I think Sam Acho lined up going out of that game as well. So, you know, they were down to their fifth string guy, and I can't remember his name. That's a shame on me for not knowing that. But, but I can't remember the guy's name that was finally lined up playing linebacker um, at the end of the game. But, you know, we, Trevathan is back, so that's that's a huge plus. And, um, you know, as far as the defense, yeah, I mean, you know, sixth overall. Um, I mean, you know, that that goes to tell you the job that Vic Fangio is doing as as the coordinator. So I would say, as we all know, though, the problem with the Bears is that none of the receivers can catch a cold, let alone catch a pass. Yep.
2: So absolutely.
1: That's the biggest problem. Um, I mean, you know, Kevin White goes down again.
2: God, sad. That, guy, that, he, guy, he, that guy, that guy, that that guy lost. has been an injury his whole career. Does he have any stats? I mean, what three years, right? I mean, he's been in the league three years. I don't know if the guy has a stat. <laughs> I think he's
1: played three, three to four, three or four games in three seasons. Wow. that's what he's done.
2: Uh, and yeah, boy, you want to talk about a guy coming out of college? That guy, that guy had some big time expectations put on his shoulders
1: oh most definitely and um just hasn't happened so I think you chalked that one up as a loss but you know as far as today's game is concerned you know you mentioned it earlier Sonny as far as the Baltimore Ravens loving rookie quarterbacks if I uh-huh. remember correctly they the, they are 13 and 0 they're yeah with John Harbaugh as their as their uh head coach the Bears, the Ravens are thirteen and zero
2: against rookie quarterbacks, so
1: obviously not a good sign for the
2: Bears. Just not at all. And uh, and this game, you know, you can't expect a lot in this game from from Trebinski. And, and you, you, Bears, there's been some fans that have been really critical of the Bears this year. And, you know, you, you can't hardly blame them, Cuervo. They're 1-4 and four out on the season. But if you were expecting anything different to this point in the season, you know, remember they they had Mike Glennon as their quarterback, for crying out loud. It, it, your expectations of what you're going to see out on the football field can't be all that high. I mean, maybe it's me. Maybe it's because I'm high right now. I, I can't I, – when they signed Glennon – I just shook my head. I said, "You just might as well just keep, you know, my my man Brian Hoyer there, for God's sake." What's the difference between Mike Lennon and and Brian Hoyer? Well, Lennon got a lot more money than uh, than Hoyer. A whole lot more. A whole lot more. What was it? Twenty two million.
1: uh, Guaranteed, I think it it was like twenty. Maybe twenty five at most, but oh, good uh, guys, is it?
2: guaranteed money for four games, five, yeah, four games because Trubisky they you know, went zero and four in the first four games. The guy's going to get paid twenty five million. You want to talk about throwing money away? I mean, you know, I I don't know. I look at the I look at the front office of the Chicago Bears. I've got to ask the question. You know, they've made some good decisions. But, man, just that that pick alone, it's almost like over in San Francisco getting Brian Hoyer as your quarterback. It's almost the same exact move right there. You can't spend that much money on an unproven quarterback in the NFL because they'll always come back and haunt you, Cuervo. And that's what you're seeing with Mike Lennon right now. You know, so the Bears, you know, they I I wish we could talk about the Bears being relevant again. But for the last five seasons, uh, you know, they haven't been relevant since they went to the Super Bowl with Indianapolis. So, you know, we're we're talking many years that the Chicago Bears haven't at least lived up to expectations out on the football field that fans are expecting anyway. But it's all about personnel in the NFL.
1: Yeah, it's been 10 years now. 10 go, actually, Has that been ten 11. years? Holy crap! Yeah, it's been 10, 11 years since, since the uh, Rex Grossman days. Oh yeah, yeah, that name still. Oh, we were that still. <laughs> that name still makes me sick to my stomach. I'm not gonna lie.
0: Oh, by the
2: by the way, Carvo, my brother and I we were we were and talk about deja vu. We were talking we we were talking about quarterbacks for the Chicago Bears and. For the life of us, we could not remember who was quarterbacking that Super Bowl team. I mean, we were going down the line using our brains. I mean, you could go to Google all day long and find that out in less than a second. But we were in our mind trying to figure out who the hell was the quarterback for that game, and we couldn't do it. And then later on after we thought about it, um, I decided I've got to remember. I mean, it, it, it was like, Twenty minutes of us trying to figure it out without going because I like to do it without Google, trying to remember. And boy, oh boy, once I saw, it, I was like, oh gosh, the obvious hit me right you know, square in the face. Um, it, it was our wonderful boy, over there, Rex Grossman. You gotta love it. But uh-huh. I mean, looking at this game, Guervo I mean, I, I mean, as much as I want to pull the trigger, you know. That that last stat you were talking about rookie quarterbacks, I didn't even I knew they were very good against rookie quarterbacks, but I didn't know they were eleven and zero against rookie quarterbacks. That's impressive. So
1: yeah, it's like it's like eleven or thirteen and zero or something like that. It's some it's, 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 it's crazy. Either way, they've never yeah. lost. Either way, they've never lost to rookie quarterback. So crazy. That's really hard to go against, you know. And it, and it sounds for a lot of people that sounds like oh, such a silly stat. Not really, when you think about it. No. no, no. Silly stats are like, well, did you know that the Ravens, when they're wearing the black pants, are <laughs> 17 and 3. <laughs> That's they're, a they're dumb gonna stat. Black, They're going to wear the black pants with purple jerseys today. In that uniform, they are 17 <laughs> and 3. Yeah. yeah. So what?
2: But, yeah.
1: A stat like thirteen and zero against rookie quarterbacks, that's pretty relevant because yes. what that tells me is that they They, they know uh, what know they how do how to take advantage. They not yes. take advantage of of rookie quarterbacks that well, they they don't know what they're doing yet, so they they pick um,
2: apart their weakness and 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 tear down their confidence. And by the usually by the second quarter, the quarterback is shaking his head, going, "What the hell are we going to do?" Heck, even in the days, even though I'm not a Ray Lewis fan, that guy that guy's intimidating for a rookie quarterback on the other side of the uh uh the offensive line.
1: Yeah, exactly. So I mean that that's. That's what concerns me about this game is just uh, how aggressive I think that Baltimore is going to be defensively, trying to make Trubisky make mistakes, Um, and it it probably will work. He'll probably make a couple
2: mistakes,
1: but maybe that's the optimism in me, you know, thinking like, oh, you know, maybe it was too good to be true, maybe Trubisky's not going to be that good, and... Who knows? Maybe he goes out there today and he surprises everybody and comes out with
2: a victory. So, who the yep. hell knows? We'll find out. Uh, so, uh, so are you on Baltimore there uh, for this week, or are you going to go ahead and pull the trigger?
1: Yeah, I mean, I learned my lesson from last Monday. Um, I just don't think the Bears are there yet. So, I am going to go with the Ravens in this game. Um, right. You know, it wouldn't surprise me if the Bears keep it close. I think they could keep it close because, like you said,
2: they can—they're capable.
1: So, yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, their defense is pretty good overall. Yep, and uh, Mm -hmm. I think that uh, you know the running attack—if if if they do it the right way—is there. I think it can be there. So, um, I think they can compete. It's just. It's just a matter of what are they gonna do on defense. You know, can yeah. they get to Flacco? Can they get to um you know, the quarterback and make him make some mistakes, which we all know Joe Flacco is capable of doing. I mean look look at how bad he's been struggling the last couple of years. It's um it's very uncharacteristic of Joe Flacco, but it's possible. It's just now that Trevathan is back, that is that's a huge plus. Um you know, that's a guy that can help stop the run and things like that. And, you know, we'll we'll, we'll see as far as what they do, give, getting pressure on him, uh, maybe cause a couple turnovers. That's the one thing that the Bears are not very good at is, even though they may be number six in defense overall, but that, you know, we're talking yards per game. That's not a testament to the turnovers they, they commit or don't commit because they, they don't they don't force turnovers, and that's that's what concerns me about this Bears defense is you can be, you know, number one overall as far as yards per game. But if you don't force turnovers, to me those stats mean nothing. So I'm sure if you look at the turnover uh, stats, I'm sure the Bears are pretty far down the the list as far as
2: interception, fumble recoveries, and things like that. Absolutely. And those stats are the ones that – Really, really uh, eat up those uh, those rookie quarterbacks. So, should be interesting. By the way, um, I was on record at least at home, so I, I keep that uh, that uh, Philadelphia. Which, by the way, they're for real. Obviously, on top of the NFC East on Thursday, I had the Philadelphia Eagles. Who did you have? Uh, did you pull the trigger on the on the uh, the Carolina defense to get the win, or did you stick with Philly?
1: No, well, I did stick with Philly. I just felt like you know th- the way Carson Wentz is playing right now, I can make the argument that he is playing the best uh at the quarterback position right now. I didn't say I didn't say he was the best quarterback. I just said he's just right playing now. the best.
2: Yeah, just right absolutely. Now. Absolutely, cuz in in this day and age in the NFL, man, you you're going to have some quarterbacks that can outplay The the veterans, I mean, and I think that's what we're getting right now with Carson Wentz. So starting Carson Wentz was definitely a plus for the Philadelphia Eagles. Not only that, they had a halfway decent season. There was some excitement in Philly again. But guess what? That whole situation has turned into that excitement from last year just rolled over. I mean, we're getting Carson Wentz playing very well and he is one of the ones that you got the second year quarterback that defensive coordinators are having a hard time figuring out and those guys don't come on come along very often so you got to throw their ass out there and keep them going while they have that momentum
1: yep exactly And, and that's what that's what I feel like the Eagles have right now is a lot of momentum um you know, Carson Wentz is playing well. Nelson Aguilar, their uh the, the, the wide yes. receiver has been
0: has yes. been on
1: fire. I mean he's he's they're Jeremy Macklin and more in my opinion. You know, when Macklin was there he played the role that Aguilar is playing right now, but Aguilar is making him look real good. So um you know and defensively I mean they're they're not they're not uh anything to brag about but they do enough. They do enough to get the job done. So, um, yep. you know, the Seagulls team is pretty dangerous. You know, I, I, I think I speak for well, a lot. Well, we of
2: completely underestimated them, didn't we?
1: Well, I mean, I had them finishing
2: second, and um, I knew they could they could do some good things, but
1: at this level, most definitely not. No, I don't think anybody no. was expecting
2: the, as well as they're playing right now. I had them in second too, Cuervo. I had them going over the. The Dallas Cowboys uh, And that whole situation over there So um, That's it Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa Before I do that There we go And Hold on You'll never guess who we got right here It is the good right. old boy himself
1: All right, all right Now we got ourselves a show
2: Absolutely
1: can't He's a
2: kind. Con- this is the other version we
0: got.
2: All right, Brian Sarfan, let me click the button
3: right there. Big Brian, how you doing? No, I'm doing great, guys. Well, not really great, but yeah, I'm here. I, I, I'm feeling. Terrible I'm
2: feeling better.
3: football. <laughs> Terrible weekend with football. I mean, Carolina can't run the football. We know that, and that that was exploited again the other night. Auburn Tigers sucked. They can't run the football. So it's been a great weekend, 0 for 2 so far. <laughs>
2: 0 for 2. Uh, well, let's get your thoughts really quick then on the Baltimore, you know, the uh, the game. So you had, did you pick Carolina to actually beat Philly last week or no? Yeah, uh,
3: I did. I didn't feel good about it, but I usually go with my Panthers. Unless I didn't the week before, close. Yeah, two weeks ago against New England, I didn't. But, no, I picked uh, Carolina to win, but. Uh, Philadelphia is just a better team right now. This is all there is to it. What do you think Man, of Trubisky?
2: What do you think of Trubinsky at the quarterback position for the uh, Chicago Bears? Does he got a chance today against Baltimore? You, know, you
3: think? I do think he has a chance, and I think this is going to pay huge dividends for the Bears in the future. So yeah, just roll him. Let's see what happens. I mean, hell, he's he's a top pick for a reason, and I, I think that's your really your only shot if you want to win six or seven games, or do you want to maybe win three or four and, and have a shot at a great draft pick and get some experience with this quarterback? I, I think that's our yep. only chance to win right now. So, yeah, I'm playing. Kind of like the easy one we talked about earlier.
2: Mm-hmm. Definitely. So, are you on Baltimore today or are you on Chicago? Baltimore, a couple crazy stats there. 13-0 against rookie quarterbacks, and that, that – that just feeds right into what they got going on defensively this week, uh, this
3: year. Well, Baltimore sucks, in my opinion. They, I'm, I'm, and they're very inconsistent, too. That's, that's the thing, like Cuervo asked me the other day, are you sure Oakland can beat them without their quarterback? Yeah, I think they can because of Baltimore. Baltimore played a great football game, but I think today they take a step back. I think the Bears can stay in this game and keep it close. But yeah, I'm going to pull the trigger on the Bears. The hell with it. Let's go.
2: Why not? Let's give it a whirl. uh, A non-Bear fan taking the step out and going out there. Good pick right there. you got to love it. That's what it's all about here on the Couch Potato Sports Show as we look at each and every game on a Sunday morning. It is that being said. I don't have a lot to say about the Houston-Cleveland game except for the fact that Houston's defense is depleted. um, And they've been having some pretty good, you know, Quarterback play with the rookie in there, um, but, man, they had some huge losses last week, Cuervo. Obviously, J.J. Watts being gone, some other defensive guys that they depend upon gone. Also, uh, the question you have to ask yourself is, is that, I mean, I'm picking Houston because it's Cleveland, but this is going to be an entertaining game today uh, over on Red Zone.
1: i I disagree, Sonny. I think it's going to be a, 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 I think it's going to be a blowout. I think Houston goes in there and dusts off the Cleveland Browns. Sean Watson's going to have another four touchdown performance. Um, I just think that the Browns are just, they're. I mean, they're a bad team, Sonny. I mean, that's they've been a bad team. So I don't really expect yeah. anything different today. Yes, I get it. You know, it's very unfortunate. Like, you know, again, J.J. Watt goes down. Maybe merciless goes down. It's very unfortunate. But you know, again, we're talking about the Cleveland Browns, Sonny. It's yeah. not going to be a good day for Browns fans. So again, I think Watson, I mean, hell, if you're looking for a quarterback in fantasy football, and he's available, so put him in. Oh, put he's going to eat I think, him I up. Think he'll be, absolutely he is. And, and you want to talk about a rookie quarterback that has taken the league by storm. At least the past two or three weeks, Deshaun Watson, boy, yeah, yeah. I tell you, a lot of people yeah, were, yeah, really were on the fence. I, 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 think, I think he is the talk right now of, of the rookie class. I mean, I know Kareem Hunt is great, uh, and, uh, and there's nothing against him. However, this league is a quarterback-driven league, and right now yeah. you know, Deshaun Watson is, is, is by hands down the best quarterback of this rookie class. Not only that.
2: Me. Not only that they they're in a division that's up in the air. I mean, uh, is Jacksonville for real don't drink the wine uh Indianapolis? I'm I'm ta- I'm sorry. Andrew Luck, Luck is washed right now. And the Titans are not playing anything what we expected them to play. Um, you know, I expected them to win this division, but man, if you got if you got Deshaun Watson playing at a high level like they are, what a great division, Tarvin, for them to play in, in order for them to maybe get a shot and bring the rookie into getting some real experience in the playoffs. Yeah. This division is a joke, man. I
3: mean, I just wish... I just wish my team played in a division this bad uh, to in <laughs> the playoffs. I mean, it'd be nice. I mean, the Titans suck. The Texans are average. The Colts suck. And who am I missing here? There's another side. Miami, Tennessee. No, who is it? No, Tennessee. No, Tennessee. Tennessee. There's one I missed. I'm trying to think. Tennessee. The Colts. Jacksonville. The Tex- Jacksonville. Yeah. Jacksonville, average too. They're they're still suck. Yep. So I mean, this is a bad division, man. I mean, it'd be nice to to be a fan in a in a division like this with a team average. But hell, Carolina probably couldn't win that division either right now with their offensive line.
2: Oh, that offensive line is it, that offensive line is depleted, man. You want to talk about the plate gate. How about the plate <laughs> offensive line? My God, so it looks like someone shot them all in the ass because uh, and, and it doesn't even it. matter how good it doesn't even matter how good Cam Newton is. if he can't no. get any protection he's going to be i mean geez louise all you know every quarterback. Has their problems, okay? They have their own niches that they can't get out of. But when your offensive line is is exposing them, not from week to week, we're talking from play to play. I mean, <laughs> they're they're in a lot of trouble. It is. It's
3: not good. It made, at all. It made so, the Eagles' defense look like the eighty-five Bears the other night. E- uh, exactly.
2: Exactly. So on Houston and Cleveland, who you got there, Tarvin?
3: Uh, not Cleveland
2: not Cleveland got it I I'm, yeah. I'm not I'm not I'm not enthused about picking them. Um, if it was a different team this week, I probably wouldn't have picked them but that's gonna take us into I think it's gonna be a good game uh, and I don't know if anybody will disagree with me but I right now the Detroit Lions they're gonna go in. I mean the Lions got screwed out of the game already. they should be four and one, okay? So they lose last week, but they're going into New Orleans, who right now has no identity, whether it's defensively or offensively. They trade AP, um, you know, over to the Arizona Cardinals, which was news this week. Um, You know, they have no direction whatsoever in Saints land, and Detroit is a fourth quarter, you know, bet. I mean, they are money in fourth quarter. They should have won the game that they lost in the fourth quarter because that was a touchdown. But I mean, right now I look at the New Orleans Saints, I look at the defense. It's bad. Um and the you know, right now Drew Brees is suffering from the Aaron Rodgers uh, injury as is carrying his teams on his shoulder, so his shoulder injury is getting worse from week to week. So when you're looking at the games for the Detroit Lions and the same square, bro, what are you looking at in this one?
1: Well, I think this is going to be a, a very entertaining game. I mean, you're talking about I do too. two high-scoring two high offenses, uh, two defenses that are still kind of trying to figure it out. I think Detroit's defense is good, but I still think that they, uh, you know, they still have a lot of problems. I mean, you know, the penalties are still – Pretty high for this for this Lions defense, even without Sue. Uh, but I think uh, as far as offenses, it's going to come down to really who's who's got the better uh, weapons around them. Who's, who's I guess whose uh, system is working better for them right now. Right now, to me, that the answer to that question is Drew Brees. I just think their offense is clicking a little bit better right now than, than Detroit's is. Um, I still see Matthew Stafford as a guy that that can get a little, um, you know, a little too brave at times, and uh, it can cost uh, it can cost some costly mistakes. So um, that's what I see though. I see I see a high, high scoring game, uh, pretty entertaining. This is a game that I hope to see a lot of on red zone today, just because of how well these offenses can
2: can click. Yeah. And I look at this game though. I'm a little bit on the other side on the Aquarius The Detroit Lions in the games that they lost to Atlanta and Carolina, they lost by a combined seven points. You know, those are just numbers that, I mean, they could have, both those games could have gone either way. Saints looking for their first three-game winning streak in, like, forever. Um, so uh, I, I'm just not wondering what's going on. But here's the problem in this game, because right now I, I'm on the Lions, and I'm still trying to sell myself on the Lions. The only problem is Matthew Stafford right now. Um he's got an ankle and a hamstring injury and you can say whatever you want about that thing um you, you say what you, this one's tough i mean you, you, you know, the hamstring will lead to the groin, and the groin will lead to, or the ankle leads to the hamstring, and the hamstring leads to the groin. And that combination right there at the quarterback position <laughs> means that you need to have your offensive line ready to go. Um, but it is the Saint defense, Tarvin. You know, that's nothing to write home to mama about right now. And let's see, did I lose? I Where, yes, I did. So, Cuervo, you know. Yeah, there, there's nothing really I mean as far as that defense is concerned You know I think we're going to see Matthew Stafford stay in the pocket That defensive line for the the uh, Saints You know couldn't break through a Good you know You know seems like A, uh, <laughs> a, a Division two uh, Offensive line For crying out loud I mean they are not Good and You know, this one here is going to be a great one for Red Zone.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. And that's what I'm hoping for. Um, You know, to to see this one on Red Zone a lot, you know, just because of all the talent that you're going to see on the field as far as uh, these offenses. So it's going to be a pretty – it's going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to be entertaining. And this could be one of those, you know, down to the – last five minutes of the game to determine who's
2: going to win. Yeah, and by the way, the Superdome is really not a home field advantage for them. I just looked at this stat, Cuervo. Since 2014, the Saints are 11-14 and at the Superdome. That's not even 500 in, in your home football field, and you're a powerhouse offense usually, and they can't even win at their own home field for the last four years. So, um, the first four uh, games of the uh, season, um, the New Orleans Saints is only one of three teams in NFL history that have not committed a turnover in the first four games of the season. So I don't know what you get from the Saints.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you you would think with a stat like that, right? You would think, okay, right. they haven't committed a turnover all year. Man, so they must be like – Four and one, or maybe even five and zero. Oh. No,pe not the case. And the reason that's not the case is because their defense is so bad. Yes. They give up so many points. You know, it's that's the only reason that they're not better as far as record yeah. wise.
2: So Correct. it's. I'm right there with it, you.
1: It's got to be frustrating. It's got to be frustrating to be a Saints fan right now. It's because the offense gives you so much. And the defense, it's almost like it takes away from what the offense can do. So, right, yeah, you know, that's got to be frustrating. Um, so,
2: well, we'll see. You, you know, see what Jim kind of Caldwell. They do today, right? And, and here's another thing: you and I, we're not great big fans of Jim Caldwell. Uh, Jim, Car- Jim Caldwell having a hard time. You know, the medicine's getting to me. But Jim Caldwell, we're not fans of this guy anyway. I mean, but he pulled a Mike Ditka this week. Did you hear about it, Cuervo?
1: No, I did not, Sonny. What do you mean by that?
2: They asked him about the injury to his quarterback, Matthew Stafford, and his answer was Mike Ditka. Check the injury report. Next question. That's probably the most aggression that guy's ever shown in the last 20 years of coaching.
1: Yeah. Wow, I'm surprised. I mean, Jim exactly. Is normally a guy
2: that... he, he'll talk about it. That And I'm going to tell you, Cuervo, that response right there, when I read that, is what made me make the switch because I was going to pick the Lions in this game. But you, you got a quarterback who is on one leg right now, and we'll find out how bad the same defense is if they can't get to them or they can't stop them or win this game in the NFL football team even the Cleveland Browns should be able to beat a football team where their quarterback is on one leg so i you know and when when i saw that and the response i immediately said i don't know who they're playing but they're not going to win this game And because I couldn't get out I mean, I couldn't figure out who they were playing when I saw it because I was just flipping the channels and it came across it. And I was like, "Yeah, Jim Caldwell's not even feeling good right now, and that guy is the king of optimism when it comes to bad play on his football teams because he's used to it."
1: Yeah, yeah. Normally that's what you get from Caldwell, but he actually showed some fire. I mean,
3: you would think maybe
1: that's a reason to maybe that's a reason to pick the Lions, but. I tell you, I think that uh, what that shows is frustration
2: to me. I think that shows. It's Um, so out of character for him.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly, and that's just not his
2: demeanor. That's not his,
1: you know if kind of, he's been sure. doing
2: it for 20 years, we'd be going, hey, that's a class, a. hey, that's Mike Ditka, there you go, I mean, it, I, I wasn't surprised when I heard Ditka say it, so, you know, that that's the kind of guy he is, and, um, and and get this, I mean, Golden Tate, he even comes out, he says, you can see with the naked eye the guy who was less than 100% against Carolina, that's his own receiver. Talking about it, so and and I'm a Stafford fan, man. I I think this guy last year in the fourth quarter, money. This year, he's been somewhat money in the fourth quarter. He should have got that victory they lost. Um, so he's normally a fourth quarter guy. Um, that's my only when I look at this game. If this guy's healthy in the fourth quarter, I'm ta- I'm taking the Lions, but not today. No, I'm taking N O. I'm taking N dot the New Orleans Saints. Who are you taking? I'm. I'm with you, Sonny. Who dat? The Saints. Who dat? Who dat? I don't even know who the hell that is. That's you know. <laughs> but that having been said, you know, I you know I I don't get the who dat thing all that much. But you but that but that's exactly who dat. So next game that's up on board say. on the couch. Yep. Next game up on board for the Couch Potato Sports Shows. The game of the week, foievo. Green Bay, Minnesota. And now the only problem is, is if you, if you watched Minnesota last week in San Bradford, did that guy look defeated or was it just me?
1: Um, I, I don't think he looked not ready to come back and play yet. That, I think you're is. right. That guy no, was I in mean, pain. I think, I think they, they, they tried to rush him in a little too much.
3: Desperation. Uh, I tried to get them in
1: too fast, and, you know, I mean, that's what happens. You know, that's – I mean, for – if you're a Vikings fan, you hope that it doesn't cause any setbacks.
2: Well, they were lucky as, to win uh, that game last week, Cuervo. I mean, geez, if they would have left Sam Bradford in there too much longer, they would have lost that football game.
1: And which kind of makes me wish they would have as a Bears fan, but
4: I
2: don't want to
1: <laughs> see anybody get hurt either. I don't ever wish injuries on anybody, though, Sonny. So, so you know, good on the. Well, you got
2: to be torn today. I mean, you got the Chicago Bears in your division. You got Green Bay in Minnesota. You got to hate them both. I kind of like Minnesota, um, you know, as far as a fan is concerned. But man, Aaron Rodgers has that guy been automatic or what? I mean, geez, you know, you leave that guy too much time. The Dallas Cowboys. Why are they passing the ball? When they could be running down the damn clock and making sure Aaron Rodgers doesn't have an opportunity to drive it down their throat. I mean, right there, Jason Garrett, I'll say it, Jason Garrett needs some assistance, okay? I'm talking about an assistant coach who knows what the hell they're doing because when, I mean, even me, okay, I'm as green as anybody when it comes, but I know you don't give Aaron Rodgers too much time. And they, Cuervo, they gave that guy over a minute to drive the field to get the victory, okay? I even know you don't do that. You've got to run that damn clock down and don't give Aaron Rodgers the field. And if you do that, you win the game. That's what the, Chicago, or the uh, Dallas Cowboys did not do last week. And Aaron Rodgers going into there. Right now, you know, my, first of all, my Raiders don't look all that good. My Super Bowl champion picks right now. Um, the Green Bay Packers, they look in Super Bowl form right now. But they're missing. They're, they got some injuries that they've got to deal with, too.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that's Green Bay's story every year, though, Sonny. I mean, they have. Next uh, man up on it. Ton of injuries every year. Yeah, where's Packer, when you need them? But yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> but uh, you know, I mean, that's that's the story of Green Bay every year. They're always down to the third left tackle, you know, third right guard, fifth left guard, whatever. You know, second string center. This is, the offensive line is always getting beat up. But you know, I mean, I think that's kind of fault of the Green Bay Packers too just because of how they run their offense. It's like everything is through Aaron Rodgers so if you think, if you know that everything is through Aaron Rodgers, you're going to do whatever it takes to get to the quarterback and what that does is it beats up the offensive line because they have to block so much. I mean, I don't know if that makes yep. any sense to you, Sonny, even with, it does. Even with your, your little hot hits you got going on. but
2: Yeah, no, but I'm maybe, right there know,
1: that, I might go with you. To me, I mean, it's just what that says is go find a running game. Jesus, like, stop waiting exactly. until the fourth round. Stop waiting until the fourth round to draft a guy if you're the Green Bay Packers. Now, me personally, it doesn't bother me one bit.
0: Because you're not <laughs> the biggest
1: Packer <laughs> hater out there. And I'd rather see the Vikings win this game. So, um, you know, with that said, though, that's what I see with Green Bay is just it's so pass-heavy. That they're always coming to the quarterback, and that offensive line gets worn down every single oh, game. Oh,
2: big time! Yeah, and because they got to protect for an extra two guys. seconds. Yeah, they have to. They have to block for an extra two seconds because they, you know, and and they're not able to do that either. But and that's why you see Aaron Rodgers doing what he did. I mean, what he he, he ripped off an eighteen yard gainer. And, you know, put them in the the position where they were, you know. know, Now, granted, that was a breakdown because of the offensive line, but Aaron Rodgers has been doing that all year long. Now, the question is, is Jordy Nelson in reality? The guy didn't play late in the game against the Cowboys. Um, He was in full participation on Wednesday. He's going to play. If he's in full participation on Wednesday, the guy's going to play. Um, The question is, is how effective will he be uh, with that situation? So – and Minnesota, you got a one – I mean, I'll tell you, Case Keenum is doing exactly what he's supposed to do. He is your backup quarterback, and that is a – Hey, listen. There's only a few guys that can really fill that hole, be that backup quarterback, and Hill is one from Detroit, but now he's not there anymore. Uh, and Case Keenum doing exactly what he's supposed to do, back up the starting quarterback, and right, you know, he looks pretty good. I mean, if not better at you know times than what's going on with Sam Bradford, but right now, yeah. you know, Minnesota they they they've won two of their last three in this rivalry with the Green Bay Packers, but I don't think that's going to happen today. I think Green Bay is going to win this one even though Green Bay has won the most recent game. I think uh where's it where's that stat? It was on Christmas Eve. Yeah, they beat them 38 to 25 on Christmas uh Eve at Lambeau. So, I uh, I I just I just don't see him getting the victory here this week against uh the Packers.
1: Yeah, I don't either, Sonny. I mean, I think Green Bay wins this game. Um, I'll be cheering for the Vikings, but
3: I of think Green course. Bay wins.
1: Um, you know, what's interesting, though, is that uh, some some of the uh, stuff coming out this morning, so I watch NFL Network, is that uh, I'd say two to three weeks from now, we could
2: see Mr. Teddy Bridgewater under center for the Vikings. Uh... That, that, that'll be the desperation thing Just doing exactly what they did With Sam Bradford last week Cuervo. Bradford had no business in there Even Bradford known it And when he came out after that one, that, The second to the last time He went out there um, He was beat then Then they had the stone. They, were, they got a turnover I think it was And they were in scoring position And he didn't get the job done I don't even think they got a field goal If they did they got a field goal um, that I mean, they had no business putting Bradford back out on the football field for that drive. That guy was obviously hurt in the, in the drive before, and they should have put in Case Keenum. Like I said, if they got the field goal, fine, but with Case Keenum, they could have got the touchdown. That could have been the difference in the game as well. So, you know, geez, you, you look at that whole thing.
1: Yeah, and that was going to be my question is, you know, do you think it's a mistake to – to try and bring him back so soon and, and obviously your answer absolutely. is absolutely yes. I'm not I'm not concerned especially answer Teddy. The question now but yeah I mean you know that I mean you're talking about one of the most severe knee injuries that somebody can can sustain or I or never take. even
2: heard of the injury that he had Cuervo. that's how bad it was
1: Yeah so I mean, with that said I mean I think personally um I think he can still play it's just, I don't think he should play this
2: year, if that makes any sense. I agree.
1: Um, Give I him so the rest of on? this
2: season and the off season, so they have an opportunity to go out and win football games next year. And just chug through this year and see what you can do. No one's expecting the Vikings to win the, the Super Bowl this year. Uh, you know, so so why, why risk? permanent injury with Teddy Bridgewater yes. right now. It's it's not a smart thing. And, and listen, I want to put it out. I'm going to put it out there. Whoever decides that Teddy Bridgewater should be out on the football field should be fired. Now, if that's Zimmer, fire him. I mean, that because guess what? Bridgewater's going to be there longer than Zimmer if he can stay healthy and be there, you know, be their franchise quarterback. So, Whoever decides to make this should be fired, whether it's the general manager that wants them in there, Zimmerman that wants them in there. Whoever makes that decision should be gone because that is your future. You cannot do that to your future.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, you, can't, you cannot risk, risk it uh, like that. I mean, I, I just think that, uh, you know, like you said, I mean, it's, you know, you give them this season to, to fully heal up. Ready to go next year? Win some games. Uh, maybe try and compete for the division next year. I mean, yeah,
2: there you
1: who go. Who knows? Who who knows what what Green Bay is going to do next year? I mean, they may. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is going to be a year older. Um, you know, I mean, the, the the Lions. Who knows what direction they're going to go? And the Bears aren't going to be ready to compete yet. Um, as much as I would love to say the opposite, but I, even next year, I don't think they're going to be ready. So. Um, you know, I think it could be Minnesota's opportunity. It's just I think you allow him to fully heal. I think you allow him to get some good strength back in that knee. Uh, and then by next, by next, hell, even next August, you know, you get him some reps in the preseason. Yep. I mean, that's, that's what, 10 months away? You get him another 10 months to fully heal up, strengthen that knee up awesome. again. And who knows? I mean, by, by next June, July, when you've got OTAs going on, he'll be ready to go. He'll be ready to rock and roll. Oh,
2: absolutely, and there's no and there's no need to do it. I mean, because really, they're not going to win the North. I, there's just no. And if they do it, that'll be that miracle thing. They're not going to win the North. It's going to be Green Bay or uh, Detroit. And the other team, uh, whichever don't win it, they'll be you know scraping for a wild card. So, you know, and, and the wild card actually looks a, a obtainable out of the north because if you look at the NFC East, only one's coming out of there. The south, you know, really Atlanta is, is the team that's really playing the best out of them all, although I picked Carolina to win it. I, you know, I just don't see them winning it. And then, you know, Seattle, you know over in the west, I don't think they're going to get two teams out of the west. I mean, so – They have a good chance. Whoever is fighting for that second place mark in the NFC North to make the wild card. So, and you know this this game right this game right here is it's just one of those games that you've got to be careful with. Case Keenum, I think he's good. He's going to be good as a backup, but this is a game they should lose regardless if Sam Bradford was 100% Cuervo. So, I mean, even with Sam Bradford at the starting quarterback position, I wouldn't pick them this week. I'm all over the Green Bay Packer, Packer, Backer, all the way. What do you got in this one?
1: Yeah, I, I'm, I'm taking Green Bay as well, Sonny. And, and, you know, I just think right now that, um, you know, and as well as Case Keenan was playing, it wouldn't shock me if this game is, is you know, close, Three I agree. Point game, two point Absolutely. game. Um, you know, it, it's going to be a very, very close game because, you know, you can you could joke around all you want about Case Keenum and, and and you know, he hasn't had the most successful career. But I tell you, he past play.
2: month that he has filled in,
1: man, I mean he he was good against
2: Cuervo. I mean, as good as he could be. Let me rephrase that. That was probably an overstatement in the meds on me. He was definitely adequate in Houston in his role as the backup quarterback. He did exactly what he was supposed to do there, Cuervo. And what did they do? They made the mistake and made him the starter. That was the big problem. Even when the – I I just forget who it was he was filling in for in Houston because, you know, it's not – you know, everything's a little cloudy this morning. But I'm going to tell you right now, he was pretty good at the backup quarterback position, holding Houston and getting them into the playoffs because he wasn't the starter. He was in there for the three or four games. He needed to be in there. And he got them a victory here and there with, when they needed. And if it wasn't for Case Keenum, they wouldn't have been in the playoffs. So, it, it you know, he, he's adequate, and he's pretty good at what he does. Sean Hill is another one, and Case Keenum, is exactly what they are, career backups, and you need those guys.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, it might have been when Matt Schaub was still there
2: four that's years That's what ago. it was. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, yes. so. That's exactly. Because I mean, that guy was always hurt, yeah. too.
1: Yeah, he was. He was hurt a lot. But, I mean, he had his he had his couple of good years in Houston. But, no, the, the game that I think of, when I think of Case Keesum, I go back to the game in week three against Tampa Bay, uh, oh yeah,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I mean he absolutely lit Gear Tampa Bay's defense up. And this is a defense that, you know, myself included, was supposed to, you know, were in the op- in the opinion that Tampa Bay was one of the better defenses in the league. And he and he threw for three sixty nine against them, three sixty nine. Yep. with, I want to say four touchdowns four touchdowns, but the big number, obviously, zero interceptions. Yep. So, to me, right there, that that, that showed me that, okay, this guy is going to keep Minnesota competitive, and mm-hmm. there's no rush. The big thing is there's no rush to bring back either
2: Bradford or Bridgewater. I agree. That, uh,
1: that didn't quite happen, so... Well, that's uh, they're, they're what trying happens when desperation
2: comes. You, you make stupid decisions, especially at the quarterback why? position.
1: I don't understand why they're so desperate, though. I mean, it's first of all, it's so early in the season. Okay, okay you're 3-2 and two right now. You're only a game behind Green Bay. If you can somehow find a way to win this game today with Case Keen and the quarterback, guess what? You're tied for first place.
2: You're yep. tied.
1: Because I don't see Detroit winning today, so you're going to be tied for first with the Green Bay Packers. So if you can hold, if you can tread water with Case Keenum, to me, I think that is that is a win-win for the Minnesota Vikings.
2: I completely you keep, agree
1: with you, you. You keep the hot hand in, and I'm not saying that when Bradford or Bridgewater is ready to come back. That they shouldn't start, but what I'm saying is If Case Keenum's got the hot on Sonny You keep him in
2: there You don't try to force Especially the issue
1: of bringing these other two back Yep Like,
2: why would you do that? That makes no sense Can't do it It makes none And, and it'll be the thing that'll be their downfall If it comes down to a wild card, Cuervo That's what's going to end up happening so. Alright, so we're both on the Green Bay Packers What we're going to do now is Sunny is going to get some coffee I haven't had any coffee this morning and I'm doing this coffee list. that's and um, that 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 shit oh, even the rules. worse yeah that is even so, worse so semi- On top of the yes.
1: drugs oh boy uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: I agree. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. When we come back, we're going to be talking about all the other games that are going on. We've got some good ones and some bad ones coming up. Um, but when we come back, of course, we've got New England and the Jets, Miami, and Atlanta. That should be an interesting game. We'll talk about that all on the other side here on the Couch Potato Sports Show, and that's being said. We'll be right back. proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. It always happens. That's 5 Star HBAC Contractors serving RELEV 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 214 457 8441. Call the experts at 5 Star HBAC Contractors. never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Costlow Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at oh. costlowinsurance.com where we always have the coffee pot on.
1: Yep, yeah, it fresh.
2: This is Sonny Clark, radio voice and you're Rally at Your Ralad Eagles, letting you know about Fit Body Bootcamp. What makes Fit Body Bootcamp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results. At Ralad Fit Body Bootcamp, we offer complete fitness programs unlike any other that you've tried before. Our program, it consists of unlimited group training sessions, fully customized nutrition planning, and a result tracking system designated to ensure our members achieve their fitness goals. Contact Tom or Mark at Fit Body Boot Camp located at 2502 Lawling Lane in Rowlett, Texas, or give them a call at 214-888-2848, or visit them on the web at www.rowlettfbbc.com. All right, we are back here on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Sonny's got his cup of Joe. And he is ready to go. And he's also chair dancing. Wonderful. All right, so. On to bigger and better things. The Miami Dolphins 2 and 2 taking on the 3-1 and Atlanta Falcons in their brand-new stadium, which, by the way, is magnificent, especially on the top of the hole of that thing, Cuervo. Have you seen that new stadium in Atlanta? That is awesome.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, from what I've seen, it, it looks amazing. Um, you know, as far as competing for best stadium, I think Jerry Jones has his handful Oh, uh, I agree. My has you know, got the best stadium in, in the league, so it's yeah, it's it's
2: really nice. Yep. Now, the Falcons, they uh they had, the, they had the bye last week. We didn't see them in action. They needed that, by the way. Um so you get the bye, I mean, a good time for them because they lost one, you know, the game before they went into the bye as they lost uh, mm-hmm. 23-17 against the Buffalo Bills. So, Matt Ryan, you know, you, you look at it, he had three turnovers in the last game against the Bills, and, and that Bills defense is what it is. I mean, that Bills defense is for real. I mean, if they could get a real quarterback in there, we could be talking about the Bills, you know, playing for second place in the AFC East, but they don't have a quarterback. Um, so, the Miami Dolphins, you know, they're coming off of. Ugly, and, and by the way, can I just say it was an ugly win against Tennessee? That was that was that was horrible. But it's all about getting the check underneath the W side, which is what they got. Uh, the Tennessee Titans, you know, you know they they lost uh, Marcus Mariota, so you know that helped them out a lot as well because. Mm-hmm. Mariota started the game. I had Tennessee I, without question. I didn't think Miami Dolphins were going to win that game. Maybe I did. I might have picked them out of nowhere. I can't remember because I I left my no, book in Arizona. You picked Miami, Sonny. I, it's in the I, Facebook messages. You you did. You got it. Dolphins. Okay. Got it. So, um, yeah. That that being said, um, I was expecting more. Um, oh that's right. Marcus Mariota, I don't know if he even played if and that's the reason why he I didn't. picked it. So Yeah, so that's the reason why I didn't go. Yeah, so now the Miami Dolphins they roll into Atlanta Falcons, you know, you say whatever you want about the the Falcons, but they look more like a team that, you know, got beat they you know, really they look more like that defense. Atlanta's picking that up. The offense, though, is where they're kind of maybe struggling here a little bit. Um, they're not getting the ball to their guys that they need to get them to Cuervo. I think that's huge. I mean, yeah, I mean, yes, it's not that very hard to be on a sports radio show saying that they need to get the ball to Julio Jones. I mean, if if you can't say that, you shouldn't be allowed to even step into. Talking about sports, especially football in Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. But I think they're missing out on the opportunity to get the ball to him more, Cuervo. I think they need to beat. You want to talk about beat someone? Forget, you know, Ezekiel Elliott. Get that ball into, um, to uh, Julio Jones's hands. Now they got to deal with injury when it comes to Julio Jones. Now, so th- th- this game is going to be a good one because of the lack of personnel that may or may not be out on the football field. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, the, the question is is what's the
1: health of Julio right now? I mean,
0: if you mm-hmm. remember
1: in that game, a big part of why they lost that game against Buffalo is because not only did Julio go down in that game with the hip injury, the but other guy they, lost Mah- they lost Muhammad Sanu right after that. Yep. to uh, I think it was a back injury or a hamstring or something like that, but the point is, they were trying to win that game with a third-string, you know, receiver as their number one, and it just didn't work. So, yeah, um, you know, it was it was definitely a challenge for the Falcons. They almost pulled it off. But, I mean, when you lose your two best receivers, um, there's not a whole lot of – there shouldn't be a whole lot of expectations. So, that's what really right. hurt the Falcons that day against – you know the bills, and now that the bye week is over and stuff like that, um, you know I haven't I haven't looked at their injury report yet. But um, you know, for Falcons for Falcons fans, you know, let's hope that Julio's good and and that um, and that Sanu are ready to play. Everybody's healthy again, and it'll be it'll be a good uh, it'll be a good day for the Falcons if that if that's the case.
2: Sunu's so the best number two wide receiver in the NFL, Cuervo, without question. That guy, that guy is money. And not only do you lose Julio Jones, you lose money number two. And so that, it's no surprise they lost the game. You you can't lose that kind of firepower when that's who Matt Ryan's going to be throwing the football to. So, you know, I. I, I like these guys, but they're not healthy. I, I mean, I, I'm normally I just look at that and say, yeah, I'm going right here. I, yeah, I'm taking Atlanta. But Miami's got their own problems. I mean, you know, Jay Cutler is not doing it up. The fans are out there hollering for Matt Moore. Did you hear that I, in the crowd? They were going, they were yelling for Matt Moore. I mean, it was crazy. And, and, and you know, Son, Sonny loves him some Matt Moore. No it, it, it He's not the best backup, set, you know, quarterback in the NFL, but he's top five. Listen to me talking about top five backup quarterbacks in the NFL, and that's sick. But yes, you need to have that guy. You need the guy that can go in and do it. Um, and right now, you know, the the love affair between Adam Gase and Jay Cutler, you know, right now, you know, they're kind of they they're kind of like temporarily broke up. I mean, there is something going on here, and we're not getting. I mean. Miami Dolphin fans they're not getting what they expected in reality but this is no different than the Jay Cutler we've seen in years past
4: true
1: i
2: mean you know it's the same Jay that
1: we're used to seeing um you know not a whole lot numbers wise and he just he does just enough He throws silly interceptions. I mean, that's what that's what I've Mm -hmm. seen from him so far in Miami. Um, But you know, I mean, the fact of the matter is, the Dolphins have they're competing for second in that division. They are so. I mean, hell, actually, I think they're competing for first. So because of New England's two losses that they already have, and that's that's something we're not used to saying. Is that they already have two losses in five games? So,
2: um, oh, and, I mean, and that, then add up on the fact they are off the field situation, uh, the offensive lineman I forget his name isn't it was Miami right? I mean sniffing yeah. cocaine through a twenty dollar bill. I mean, oh my god! Yep. I mean, you yep. know, I, it, that's just the epitome of what's going on down in Miami. And you got your coach on video. And um, you know, Miami can't catch a break. So forget Matt Moore. Expressing his
1: love to to a dancer too, a dancer, aka stripper.
2: Aka stripper, yeah, and you know, and Cuervo. I I think it's time, and I'm going to say it because I'm on meds, so I'm allowed to. It's time for Brandon Dowdy. Bring that guy off of the damn practice squad and get him in there if you're seriously thinking about bringing in Matt Moore. Now, Sonny has love for Matt Moore, probably more than anybody really should be able to have. Okay? But you might as well, you need to find out what you got in Brandon Dowdy. So if you're seriously thinking about getting Matt Moore into your lineup, you need to make the move and bring in Brandon Dowdy. The guy's got a gun. He's got a cannon. West Kentucky, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and I saw this guy up close and personal. Cuervo. This guy threw the ball 75 yards in the air, and he made it look easy. It was ridiculous so obviously there's question that, that, there's obviously question about his accuracy, because if you've got a guy that can throw the ball down the field, 75 yards, I mean, we're talking from the goal line down to the 25 and he heaved that son of a gun. And obviously he has some issues with accuracy down the field, but still 75 is 75. And, you know, that more, he is a seasoned veteran at the backup quarterback. So, as much as I want to see Brandon Dowdy go in there, you got to go with the season backup, but then you still have Jay Cutler. When's the time to cut ties with Jay Cutler? Or do you, even, right now, it's not now. Um, but sooner or later, that love affair is going to go away. It's like having the hot chick or you know, you know, for like half a year before she realizes you're ugly. You know, that that's kind of what you got going on in Miami. Oh my god, I didn't I, I went there. There we go. Mm Yeah, you sure did, Sonny, you went there. <laughs> <laughs> but oh I, I don't know. I mean this one this one's a tough game, Cuervo. This one's a tough one to pick because you know, even parts of me, even with all that nonsense that's going on over in Miami right now, parts of me want me to pick the Miami Miami Dolphins because of the fact that we don't know what we're getting with Julio Jones right now. Is he really healthy? Sanu? I mean, all that, all of the injury reports are going to say these guys are going to play, but they won't be at a hundred percent. I mean, I, Whoa. you know, I, parts of me wants to if pull you're the trigger that- on this.
1: Yeah, if you watch NFL Network, Sonny, you just saw Julio in in, in ups jump all the way up to the goalpost to catch touchdowns, so or to catch the ball. So, okay, I, mean, I, I have Atlanta. If, yeah, I mean that. <laughs> he looks like he's ready to go, man. He does. Right. He looks like he's ready to go, Sonny. So I'm, I'm going, going to go Hot Atlanta today. then.
2: Hot Atlanta. Yeah, I mean, I'm it.
1: doing it too
2: yeah i mean if he if he's doing that he's ready to go um so the questions really are not that much so um but i think this could be an interesting game um jay cutler i don't know if he's going to start matt moore i don't know if he's going to start so you already got uh, questions at the quarterback uh, position so let's see what brian tarvin says i mean Brian Hotlanta, Julio Jones was just on TV, you know, slam dunking, I think, you know, uh, over the goalpost and everything. So, I mean, and Miami, you know, they got all kinds of problems, whether it be a cocaine offensive coordinator, you know, sniffing it up or Jay Cutler, you know, being Jay Cutler. Who do you got in this one, my man? Well, if I
3: knew the Miami players would be doing cocaine, I would pick them, but hey, I'm, I'm going to pick ah. Atlanta. <laughs> Okay. All
2: right, is hey. a hell of a drug, guys. It might it uh, might help the guys sure out on the football is. field. Hey, th- since we got you back, at, you know Detroit at New Orleans, uh, what do you got going on? Remember, Matthew Stafford has an ankle and a hamstring problem. Uh, what are you looking at in that one?
3: Well, I like the same. Man. I like them at home. I like the fact that they got rid of that cancer Adrian in Peterson up their team. I feel like they'll play lighter and and with less pressure, and I, I just like them at home. Detroit's beat up, man. They got beat up bad by Carolina last week. That was
0: yeah, they did. That was yes, bad they did.
3: Beat up. So I just don't think you could recover from that going on the road. So I like the Saints, and I think the Saints had a bye week, correct?
2: They off the bye. Yes, they were on the bye yeah, last week. So, that is correct.
3: So Drew Brees, Drew Brees off a of bye with all that drama gone. I think. I think the Saints are a decent team, and I think they're a lot better than the Detroit Lions. So I, I like the Saints by a touchdown in this one. I think it'll be close, but I think if, Drew Brees if, makes up plays at the end of the game.
2: If Matthew Stafford was 100%, I'd pull the trigger on the Lions, but he's not. Like you said, he got beat up in Carolina, uh, so that's a problem. Green Bay at Minnesota, you know, you know Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. Um, Minnesota... Uh, who's going to start at the quarterback position? This one I think is fairly easy. What do you got?
3: I got the Vikings in this one. I think that Green Bay game took a lot of emotion and energy out of them beating Dallas on the road. I think now they come back to the divisional uh, rival, really. And I think Minnesota is just, they're nasty enough on defense to give Aaron Rodgers some problems. And I don't know. They turned the ball over today. I like the Vikings at home to, to pull off a slight upset.
2: That That's not a slight upset. You know, Cuervo, I mean, that's a big upset. Is that a big upset, or am I just on my meds? Well, well, I think the got, look kicked meds kicked in, in a little own, bit,
3: Sonny. What kind of meds I need a... Hydrocodone or hydrocortisone? That's it. Painkillers? Yeah. I, I, need, a couple. Yeah, I need a
2: couple of those. Woo! They, they definitely make you feel better, that's for sure. But yeah, <laughs> if you're not, if you're not feeling good anyway, but I'm yeah, a so that, beers with them <laughs> I'm, I'm having coffee, so there you go. Um, <laughs> it, it just slows you down <laughs> on the things that you normally do, like have coffee when you first wake up. It's my first cup, so it's even going to get better as we move on. So that having been said, of course, that's the name of this show here on a Sunday morning as we take a look at all the games that are happening in the NFL. It's just what we do best. Next game up on board is the New England Patriots. They're out on the road. I don't have a lot to say about this one. I mean, you know, both teams are three and two. They're playing for first place in the division. That's about it. But if you pick the Jets. You've had too much hydrocodone in reality, Querbach. I mean, I I can't see where the Jets, even in New York, get this game. I mean,
1: I I don't either, Sonny. But again, at the same time, who who could honestly sit here right now and say that they knew that the Patriots are going to be three and two heading into Week Six of the NFL regular <laughs> season? Point, so. Not me. Not me. I, I Not know, me. know I didn't.
3: Maybe four and but one
1: at worst. But yeah, three and two—that's—that's that's a surprise. I mean, the, uh, the the way Carolina handled New England tells me a lot about. First of all, how weak the defense is of the Patriots, and number two, they don't have the they don't have the physical the physicality that they sometimes normally have. And and right. that's not taking anything away from the, the Panthers. It's just you expected more, you expected different from the New England Patriots, and it just hasn't been there yet. But I think it's crazy to say that the, the you know the Jets are going to win. That they're just the talent is just not there. It's just not there. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Josh, there's no. Can you sit here and honestly say Josh McCown is going to beat the New England Patriots today? That that I'm sorry, it's not happening. It's like Mark,
3: saying Mark, Mark, Brian Hoyer is going to beat them. Brady after loss puts up some crazy numbers. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's he
2: only. Think he he, I, I think I saw it. I saw the stat. Tom Brady has lost two in a row only th- uh, three times in his career. I right, so, in regular season. Um. So I, I want to tell you that that's. Th- those those numbers are incredible But here's the thing I, I, You know, talk about Carolina That Carolina defensive line Is for real So that's the reason why Carolina Gave the New England Patriots A hard time But the New York Jets are like wet noodles out there man. This is a football team that has no spine At all And it, it's going to be one of those things In this game I mean, the Patriots the Patriots don't even have to be the Super Bowl Patriots. They they can be they can be that team that's beat up and beat this team. Heck, I almost could say blindfolded they could go in there and beat the Jets. Um, but I'm surprised the Jets have won three games all year. Let alone at, you know after six weeks in the NFL. So Tarvin, you know I you know what's that thing they say? It's better to be lucky than good, but lucky isn't going to help them out today. You got to be good to beat the
3: Patriots. Well, the Jets are playing very physical. They're running the ball. They're not making yeah, they are. mistakes. And 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 are we still thinking about the Patriots as the Patriots of the last ten years? Really, that the way they they always play. But again, Cuervo said it. They're three and two, and they. Carolina moved the ball at will on them, and this is a Carolina team that can't even get a damn first down most of the time running the football, so, Uh, look, in my mind, is this game in New York or is it New England?
2: No, it's in New York. I know you want to pull the trigger, but they got Josh McCown. In case you didn't know, which most people don't because they don't pay attention to the Jets, it is Josh McCown at the quarterback position. Yeah. It
3: is, but I mean, and here's the deal, though. I mean, if if we're still thinking about the Patriots like they used to be, and they're not, and if there's if the Jets are better, like some of us didn't even think to win a game this year, really, they've won three. I think this is the real the real test to find out how good both of them are. But again, I can't pull the trigger. My balls aren't that big right now. They're shrunk after watching the Panthers and the Auburn Tigers this weekend. So I'm gonna stay in my lane and pick the Patriots. Okay. <laughs>
2: So, I, and I, and you're gonna to have to forgive me because I I I know who won if I'm not on drugs and and I'm not insulting you. Did Auburn lose yesterday? I can't remember. Yeah,
3: they did. Yeah, LSU. They, they, they were up twenty to nothing and they lost because Gus Malzahn's, uh, Dinkarima's uh, oh. coach. I I remember Maybe. the I'm twenty not giving to another nothing. Dollar to that school. I'm not giving another dollar to the football program until his ass is canned. I'm telling you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's um, that, that that's big time uh, over there. That's uh, wow, Lou, wow, Weezer. That having been uh, said, I'm, I'm gonna, uh, so you gonna, gonna... Have a
3: rant tonight, sonny. I'm gonna have a big rant tonight. So. Don't worry.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, so are you gonna pull the trigger on the ju- uh, on the Jets to beat no. the Patriots? No, I'm not. No,
3: no, I'm not. No, I'm, gonna I'm gonna I... go back and change one of my picks. I don't know. I'm gonna pick the Ravens. Over the Bears, I don't know why. I just I started thinking about it more. I'm gonna pick the Ravens. All right, good check. Smart move, Brian. Right.
2: Smart move. That 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 and you didn't even have to make an asterisk on that one. I think you did very well on that. Duervo, New England and the Jets. I, I you know you, you might be fired forever if you decide to pick the Jets against New England. But hey, but you know they're the three and two. It, it's the check mark. In reality It's what it's all about in the NFL So you know I I wouldn't consider firing you even If you just wanted to pull the trigger Heck I pulled the trigger on the Indianapolis Colts Two weeks ago And you would have thought I was on drugs then
0: (laughs) How'd that
3: that work out for you Sonny?
2: Yeah it didn't work out very good for me at all I cursed through the whole damn game (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So who you yeah, got, uh, Cuervo?
1: I'm I'm gonna take the Pats. I mean, I, I I don't see them losing to a in in reality inferior team uh, like the Jets. Just the talent's just not there. It just really isn't. But uh, real quick, I want to go off something just a quick second, Sonny. It, it wasn't a good sure. day. For for myself or Tarvin yesterday in the college in the college football world, you know uh-huh. scoring nine scoring nine points at home if you're Tennessee against a, an average South Carolina team, unacceptable. Uh, it's 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 not it's not even a question of if it's going to happen, but when is Butch Jones going to get fired? Really, that's the question now.
2: So you think two colleges. Such as Tennessee and Auburn are going to fire their coach this year, guys.
1: I don't know about Auburn. I mean, yeah. I know that's what Tarvin wants. He's campaigning for it, and, and, yeah. and rightfully so. I understand it. It's just, it's I mean, that, it was
2: it was a bad loss, you know, for both. That was a bad loss. They were up twenty to nothing. I stopped watching it. That's how much. Hey, hey Tarvin, I stopped watching. I they had that in the bag.
3: Yeah. It was terrible, man. Gus Malzahn—that's what he's known for. Well, Michigan that's goes bad. down to
2: Michigan State last week. I tell you right now, I almost blew a gasket. I mean, and then but, they
1: went to over. They had to beat. They had to go to overtime yesterday to beat
2: Indiana. 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 I mean, right now, name me the quarterback for Indiana. That that's what I'm talking about, and yeah. I, 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 that, that, that was ridiculous too, and you know not that I picked them to make the final four, but I'm telling you right now, my Georgia my Georgia Bulldogs that I picked at the beginning of this year yeah. were pretty
3: damn good.
2: Okay, I, I mean yeah. they played really well yesterday.
3: Well, but here's what's gonna happen, Sonny, and I, I know college football, you do too, so, and we're the thing's gonna piss me off is Auburn's gonna end up beating Georgia. and mean, they're gonna lose Alabama or something. They'll choke it away, and we will keep Gus Malzahn because he's nine and three. But in all reality, Georgia is not that great of a football team. I think the SEC is down overall. I don't even think oh, Alabama think that's is a... good is what people think, but but Georgia. But they're they finding ways the to win. They're finding
2: though, ways man. to win. It's, I and I and I understand why you hate them. But one of the things that when I look at Georgia, it's not the overall talent on that football team because, like you said, it's not there. This is coaching. They got some damn good coaching on that football squad because there are a couple of games this year they had no business winning and they pulled it out. Apparently. Um So, maybe. But the game I'm worried about is just as much as I shouldn't, but there's something about that South Carolina Gamecock game. You know, the Gamecocks played well yesterday, too. That could be the one that could trip them up because, no offense, I don't think they're going to beat Auburn. I, I, I think they're going to beat Auburn. Um, so, you I don't, know.
3: Not in Auburn, they won't. I'm set to. Well, hold on. Gus Malzahn is calling plays. I got a stat that'll blow y'all's mind real quick about Gus. I mean, he, he, can't, he always lays an egg. 18 first downs yesterday. They ran the ball 18 times in a row on first down. Now tell me if that's not a problem. I mean, damn. Well, the, I mean, it's just
2: uh, it's a problem. It's, it's, pro- it's not a problem if you're a defensive coordinator. <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's just uh, I like the mentality well, for the other side. against Ole Miss. You saw him against Ole Miss last week at home. They got a 35 to three, and they. They let off the gas, and you you can't turn it off. You know, sports guys. Once you turn it absolutely. off,
2: absolutely, there's no guarantee can't turn it on that, off like that, that you can
3: turn it back on. And I mean, that's like you five million dollars a year. You should be shot in the head, damn it, I mean, like really, for doing that. Like this is like the fifth time he's done that as a head coach in the national you, championship games. The last one that stung my ass.
2: Well, you can't be that predictable. I mean, my God. I mean, you're right. And, and and now you said I know college football. I don't know college football. I know enough to make me dangerous. Um, the the only thing is, is that when we talk about with rookie quarterbacks, we talk about if you become predictable, guess what? Advantage whatever side is on the other side of the predictability. So if you're going to run the ball, you know, you know, 18 times in a row on a regular occasion, not even 18 times. Say, say if you're going to run the ball 10 times in a row, your defensive coordinator knows that's coming to you, you know. And then they say, beat us over the top on that one play that you might do it in a row. That's exactly what the, those guys were doing. And well, Auburn so, has
3: first downs, Sonny. I mean, that's the only way their offense goes is by getting first downs. And
2: absolutely. The first down
3: yardage is key. So, second down and three, that's where Auburn thrives. Second and four, five, something like that. But when it's first and ten and it goes from second and 11, second and nine, because you run every play on first down, now you're putting your, your offensive line, which has some injuries, the quarterback in jeopardy, and now these defensive guys are teeing off because they know on second and third you're passing, and they just went off on Auburn. Absolutely, it's not the NFL. The You're the passing on monster.
2: second down. Yep.
3: Former friend. I'm Coach Gus yesterday, guys. <laughs> uh,
2: so good stuff. I'm glad we talked a little bit about that. Yeah, my Michigan Wolverines let me down. Although I like I like Michigan State, but I I won't pick them in the up uh, the head to head. But last week or last yesterday against the uh, Indiana. I can't even... I can't I can't name one player on Indiana. Never mind let the Michigan Wolverines go to overtime with them. It's just ridiculous. But that's, you know, it's kind of the way it works out over there in college football. So, all right. So, that having been said, which is the name of the show, let's head on to the next game in the NFL. It is... It, I think this one's going to be interesting. Or at least entertaining... The San Francisco 49ers 0 and 5 go up against the Washington Redskins who are 2 and 2. They should be 1 and 3. There was one game that they won had no business winning. So that having been said, really you're talking about only one real victory out on the football field in nine games for both of these teams. These teams, you know they talk about the potential of Kirk Cousins and this is the and you see exactly the reason why the Washington Redskins did not want to go and pull the trigger on this guy and keep him forever he's not going to be the quarterback of this football team next year so that having been said you know the Washington Redskins at home they're two and two okay they lost their last one and then San Francisco They're going to go over to Washington, and it's Brian Hoyer and company. I don't even know who to pick. I know my mind says pick Washington. But in my mind, Cuervo, it would not shock me whatsoever if the 49ers win this game. Remember, the 49ers gave the Seattle Seahawks a handful a couple weeks back.
1: Yeah, it was a couple weeks back, though. I mean, you look at what they did last week, and, um, you know, it's another L for, for the Niners So
2: Absolutely it's, um, Yeah It's
1: I when mean, they you know, decide uh, To I, show up Right Cuervo Yeah I mean In reality It's You know we, we want to buy in On the 49ers Just because of You know Who's Who's the head coach now And things like that But they're just not ready yet They're not ready to Nope To You know Be a team that can Upset teams And And what And they're just if I'm not mistaken, they haven't won a game yet. I, don't, I think they're zero no, five. 0- they're zero and... five. Yeah, so they're zero five, and I I I don't see them winning today
2: either. Which, by the way, I'm just gonna put it out there. Okay, this team needs Colin Kaepernick. I know that sounds insane, but this is a football team that really they're talking about ditching this guy. And who and who did you Put in there? Brian Hoyer Listen, I'm not a Colin Kaepernick Fan, but not by any Stretch, but I will Say this, the guy that's The better quarterback is Colin Kaepernick And I, I've Heard so many stories, oh they were going to Release him, yeah they said they were going to release him Listen, in the NFL Nothing happens until it happens They can talk, they can do lip Service all day long, okay But Really, if you're San Francisco, you don't put Colin Kaepernick in a situation where he says, "I'm going out on the free agent market." You know that. I mean, parts of this situation in San Francisco is, is that they did not keep Colin Kaepernick. They let it be almost impossible for Colin Kaepernick to stay. They didn't do anything at all. They didn't have the new head coach talk. They didn't do. They didn't do anything, and. I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to say they'd be winning football games all over the place, but I'm telling you right now they'd be winning more games with Colin Kaepernick than with Brian Hoyer, Cuervo. They're 0-5. Okay? I mean, your season's over. Period. You're 0-5. You're done. So, you need to... I'll put it out there. Forget Brian Hoyer. Whoever your rookie quarterback is or your second-year guy, put him in there because Brian Hoyer's not better than that guy. Now, granted, this is the NFL. Granted, it is the Washington Redskins, which by the way, they don't have a half bad defense. So that's the reason why I'm going with Washington.
1: Well, I'm just going with Washington just because I mean I, I think it's Brian that, Hoyer. Uh, yeah, well yeah, it's Brian Hoyer, but it's also Kirk Cousins going up against that weak defense.
4: Weak defense. And I
1: think I think I think Kirk Cousins could have a uh, I don't know if I should go career day, but I think he'll be a top three quarterback stat wise for this week. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. I agree. I agree. He he might he might show that flash. They're gonna they're gonna go to three and two and work this division. They're not gonna win it, but they're gonna look like they're actually contenders. They're not, and they're and then, they're gonna have something to talk about for one week and they'll live off this one week forever, Cuervo, and they'll forget that it's the
3: 49ers.
1: Well, yeah, and that's what I was going to say, is they're going to start talking in Washington like, see, this is why we need to pay Kirk Cousins, uh, you know, and, and you know, because of the great game that he played, and, you know, it's it's going to come down to that. We all Brian and, Hoyer
2: all over again.
1: <laughs> right.
2: Yeah, I mean, and that's, when so that's game, what you're going to get. Win in a useless game like this. That's what's going to end up happening with Kirk Cousin. He's going to win this u- useless game, and it's going to look like the best thing to come along since Fruit Punch.
1: Well, I mean,
2: that's but, but that's, that's what's going to be. But that's atypical he's gonna, he's gonna NFC a East. That's that, yeah, that's a gonna... typical NFC. They, they do it in New York. They do it in Dallas. They do it in Philly. Although they're damn good, and they'll do it right here with with, with Washington. You watch. You're right. I mean, Kirk Cousins is going to throw for 350 yards, four touchdowns, and he's going to look like he, you know, reignited his career, and he's going to be the guy that's going to get 27 million next year. You know, and and then. You, you take a look at that Washington Redskins team, and then you're going to say, well, who they got next week. I mean, guys like me are. Fans are going to say, bring on whoever it is. And now I don't know who they're playing next week. Um, but, you know, I I, I want to tell you right now, if San Francisco had an adequate quarterback, i picked pick San Francisco in this game because I don't think this football team on the offensive side of the ball is – You know, anything that you can depend upon week in, week out, to be that consistent thing you need to chug a lug all the way into being a good football team for the year. They just don't have it. And that's Daniel Schneider's fault, by the way.
1: Yeah, he is not a very good owner. I mean, he's made a lot of bad decisions. You know, I mean, he's made a lot of bad decisions. Um I don't think he has the right GM. He's never had the right GM because the I agree. Because they keep making the same bad choices. So, um, you know, well, I mean, it's him. That's what
2: he's the GM, well, isn't he, I mean,
1: Cuervo? No,
2: isn't he a Jerry Jones when No, he's
1: not. No, no, no. He's got. He's got an actual. He has an actual GM. Uh, GM. Exactly. Got it. Oh, Cool. So, so.
2: I know he's pulled the trigger on some some signings with the money, so I just assumed he might have been that guy. But, yeah, uh, not much to talk about in that game, but I I will tell you, Cuervo, this game, I think, can be entertaining. The back and forth, you know how Red Zone goes. The game, to game. We'll be at this game. Yes. I think we'll see some stuff in this game um, that we'll be talking about and saying, "Wow, they're on Red Zone. They're in the Red Zone." In other words, I think this could be a high-scoring game, even on both sides of the football field. So, or both, both sides, whether it's Kirk Cousins and Brian Hoyer it'll look like a you know miracle worker again as well. But it will be the it will be the Redskins. So. You know, you know, let's fall in love with him all over again And give him way too much money that he didn't deserve in the first place Is what, what I say But yep, I want to tell you right, Cuervo The first game, I'm assuming you're going Washington So I moved on But the first game in the afternoon, Cuervo uh, You know, how much Jacksonville Jaguars punch are you going to drink? The Los Angeles Rams, 3-2 and two, Go face the Jacksonville Jaguars three and two. One of these teams are going to be four and two on the season. Neither one of them. I don't think anybody expected. And the Rams look like they got their franchise guy, Cuervo. That Jeff Goff. I think that's his first name, isn't it? Jeff Goff. Jared, Jared Goff. Jared Goff. That, that guy, that guy's for real, man. Right now, at I, I mean, He's still, in my mind, the rookie. I mean, you can take those seven games and, you know, it, it might have been, you know, I, I questioned whether or not they should have put that guy in week number one. As a matter of fact, I was over all over Jeff Fisher's ass for doing it and not putting him in, Just getting, not even, hell, giving him the roster spot. I mean, it might have been the best thing that happened to him when he went in for those seven games and got beat up. Because that guy looks like a totally different quarterback from the seven games he got beat up on compared to this year,
1: yeah, yeah, he does, and uh, yeah, I mean it's, it's I don't know if it's just you know the, the change in head coach or or what, but I mean it, this looks like a totally different, like you said, totally different uh, uh quarterback, totally different football team. And uh, things are definitely pointing in the right direction for the uh, the Rams. Uh, they look right. like a team that's going to be able to compete for the next few years. They look like a team that probably be a threat to the Seattle Seahawks in the next few years in that division. So it's going to be really interesting to see how they continue to develop, not just golf, but as a team, how they continue to develop. And, um, you know, I think that uh, – think it'll be it'll be a, a a thing where the Rams the arrow continues to point up I really do I mean this this young coach that they have is the youngest in the league but I think what he brings he brings a lot of energy and a lot of you know positive energy to them because you could just tell by the way they play that uh that it's it's a lot more positive it's a lot you know guys are are, are just playing at a higher level and and you know, not just that, but Todd Gurley is, is obviously oh, the centerpiece. Oh, he's and that's something that, And that's something that the Rams didn't do last year, I feel. You know, I, I agree. agree. Yes, he, he might have been in and out of the lineup, but I don't feel like they were using Gurley as the centerpiece of that team, and that's exactly what they should have been doing. Especially Absolutely. when you've a guy like that, can, that can catch the ball that can you know uh got good hands as a running back I'm saying.
2: Who was uh, the know, starter last the year, Cuervo? Uh
1: before before Jared Goff it was uh Yeah. My brain
2: plate. I can't I can't I can't pull I, that I, one up out of the spring today. But whoever think, it was
1: and you know what, Sonny? It might have been believe it or not, I think it might have been Case Keenum.
2: I can't remember. Oh, it was. No, Quervo, you're right. It was Qu- Case Keenum. You're absolutely right. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, you, you might as well start the 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 rookie and bring in Case Keenum, you know, if he starts off slow. I mean, the worst thing to happen, I mean, if you're the Rams, if you obviously went into the season last year thinking you were going to win that division, you, you, you were on the meds that Sonny's on. I mean, they had no business thinking that they were going to do anything. I mean, you have Seattle, you have Arizona, and and to a certain extent, depending on who you believe that the 49ers were good, but it it was going to be Seattle, Arizona out of that division anyway. So you might as well see what you have in them. So, you know, I think they kind of did it backward, but those last seven games made it really, really good. That having been said... That Jacksonville Jaguars defense, Cuervo, it's a swarming defense. And when you have a swarming defense, you, got, you have an advantage over that real rookie kind of quarterback. And you say whatever you want about Jared Goff, this is the second year. Seven games means nothing. A, it's a 16-game season. So this guy, he, he barely, he didn't even make it to 50% of the season last year. So this guy is still a rookie in my eye. And the Jacksonville Jaguars, I, I, they love a quarterback like that. They, and one thing that Jacksonville, I think, can do, especially on the defensive side of the ball, is bait a young guy like that because that defense is really good. The, Jacksonville just needs help on offense. They, they, need to make, they need to find out who their quarterback's going to be and who they – but they have to improve in the offensive line as well. So you got a couple of problems with Jacksonville as a whole. But the defense itself, it's stellar. And and I know right now that the Rams are actually favored in this game. Aren't they, Quervo? I don't know. I shouldn't maybe say that. In my mind, I think the Rams are favored in this game. I'd be taking the Jags. I think the Jags are actually going to beat I'll tell them. you right
1: now, Sonny. Uh, it's it's almost a pick'em game. The Jaguars are favored by one
2: point. One point. One, oh, they're favored by one. Give the points. I the think the Jaguars, Jaguars are going to win by a field goal. I think it's
1: easy money. I think Jacksonville wins by a little bit more than that.
2: I, I just feel yeah, like I right think now they their, get
1: defenses, field goal. their defense is on fire. Um, oh man! They win by a touchdown. I think they win by a touchdown. So I mean. You know, and it's not just the interceptions. You know, five picks against Ben Roethlisberger um, last week. I think, you know, the other thing, too, is they get pressure. They're number one. Listen, Sonny. They're number one in interceptions. They're yep. number one in sacks. Yep. They're number one in, I want to say, fumbles, too. I mean, they're number one in all the major defensive categories. That's what a defense yep. is supposed to do. Yards, and, I don't care if you give up 500 yards a game. But if you can commit and you can create three turnovers a game, then you that is games. the important step. Yeah, that's how you win And that's Doug games. Marone.
2: That's Doug Marone and what he does for a football team. You know, he's definitely lacking on the offensive side of the ball when it comes to being able to coach it. But I'm going to tell you right now, Doug Marone is – look what he did up in Buffalo, Cuervo. I mean, before um, – the dude from Arizona went over and took over that defense. That was Doug Marone right there. And I'm gonna tell you right now, this guy is underrated as a coach. I, I I and I love me some Doug Marone Um and he's made this defense a lot better than what it is. I'm hoping I am thinking it was the right guy, right? Marone was up in uh Buffalo, correct? He was. I'm gonna have to and look at before it. that he was yeah, at Syracuse. Look. Yeah, got it. So I, I was correct. I, I I'm you know, because I'm a little cloudy, um, even worse than normal. <laughs> but, I mean, Not as that's bad as what you, you think get. So, you sound just fine. <laughs> that That's what you get in reality with a Doug Malone. I mean, you get – now Now, if the Jaguars can figure out what they're going to do on offense, if they can figure out really, really what you're going to do about your quarterback, are you going to keep this cat – or are you going to go a different way? Right now, they're saying all the right things because you don't want to hurt this little young boy's feelings. But right now, their biggest question, Mike Cuervo, is the quarterback position and the consistent play that they're not getting from him.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty consistent. I mean, everything looks great on defense. Offensively, though, it's, it's I mean... Do you think Blake Bortles
2: comes back, Sonny? I don't, I don't think he does. How? I mean, it, it, uh, uh, okay, the only reason why Blake Bortles, Bortles, yeah, there we go, the slur. Blake Bortles comes back is if he leads them into the playoffs. And I will say this. It's not because of the talent, okay? But if you're the Jacksonville Jaguars and you get into the playoffs this year, that's successful. I don't care if you're one and done or whatever the case may be. You're almost stuck with keeping them. See, and that's the problem with having a guy like Blake Bortles, okay? You're kind of stuck with him. If he has somewhat success and you get rid of him too early, that could be the I told you so, you know, of of, of the guy's career um, and, and things of that sort. So, I think Blake Bortles stays in Jacksonville if he takes them to the playoffs, and then they'll fall in love with him. And then the next year they'll go, you know, one and you know, one and four, two and seven, and then they'll be back to we should have dumped the guy. Um, I don't think they should commit to Blake Bortles. I don't care if they make the playoffs, but something tells me because the NFL they're about the hot hand at the moment and if the Jacksonville Jaguars make it into the playoffs I think they almost have to keep him
1: uh, I don't know do you think that you think that'll be the case though I mean you think that'll be enough to buy him another season or two or
2: I don't know. The guy hasn't even thrown for more than 250 yards in any games this season already. So, I mean, so you're not you're not getting the whole package there. Um, but you still go with that same question that everybody talks about when you talk about making the change at the quarterback position. Who are you going to get? And it's a good question. Yeah. Who are you going to get? I mean, Bortles has been primed to be the franchise quarterback. Now, obviously, he hasn't lived up to it. But at the same time, you you got a Jacksonville Jaguar defense that leads the NFL right now with 20 sacks and 15 takeaways. So, You know, you got to make the decision. Where's the success coming from and where can we improve? Now, obviously, it's the quarterback position. Um, You know, does Blake Bortles have a career someplace else? I think he does because here's the thing. You you take a look at quarterbacks. You know, I'll use Carson Palmer as an example, okay? Carson Palmer, you know, he was pretty damn good. In Cincinnati. Now, granted, he didn't do anything there. He didn't win a bunch of, you know, champ- no championships, but he was pretty damn good. Then he goes to Oakland, dies, completely dies. And then he gets a reassertion over in Arizona. So I see Blake Bortles as a Carson Palmer coming off of his Oakland stint if he got a team that needed a quarterback. That can protect them And you know Blake Bortles is bad enough But I'll tell you the Jacksonville Jaguars offensive line Is it it, it is nothing I it's a It's a big time weakness And defensive linemen just push them to the Side like they're high schoolers So that's one of the things That Blake Bortles unfortunately Doesn't have the You know fortunate You know talent On the offensive line to make him be the quarterback that he can be as long as he stays in Jacksonville unless Jacksonville actively makes moves on the offensive line to make him better. I mean, they're going to
1: have to, Sonny. I mean, I know that the past couple seasons, you know, when it comes to free agency uh, and off offseason, they've been very active and they've definitely done a lot on the defensive side as we see, you know, with with signing guys like A.J. Boyer and and Kalas Campbell from the, uh, the the Arizona Cardinals, so they've been extremely active trying to get this defense built up. and, yes. and so far it's it's paying off. Now, yes. like you said, next season if they're going to continue to be uh, uh, you know guys signing guys in the off season, the offensive line is something you have to address, and and not just not just in free agency, but I think their first round draft pick needs to be an offensive lineman too. Um, Absolutely. To me, that, I, I'm I'm right there good. with you.
2: Yeah,
0: that's and and they, you
2: lo- look at the Jaguars,
0: Clairville.
2: Bo- look at the Jaguars. They have seven touchdowns on the season, and four of them came when they were over in London against Baltimore. All right, so take that game out. Take that game out. You're, you're mm-hmm. you've got a, a quarterback who has thrown for three touchdowns all season long. And that's not going to yeah. get the job done at all. So I, I I understand what you're talking about, Blake Bortles. I get it. You know, I, I, and it makes you kind of wonder. You, you look back up on Tampa Bay when they won the Super Bowl with the guy. It, it's slipping, I see his face. Um, when Tampa Bay won the the uh, Super Bowl with that, you know, halfback quarterback, you know, half rate. I forget his name. Um. That's what you're going to get here. You're going to get that kind of quarterback. You're going to, you know, because if the if the Jaguars are going to have success, it's it's going to be because of the defensive side of the ball. Now, if they had a guy who was half as talented as Joe Flacco, then we could be talking about something. But until this guy decides to find the wide receiver that can put him in the position to throw the ball into the end zone, it's going to be yeah. I mean, what was it, like three years ago? We remember the Kansas City Chiefs had no – passing touchdowns the whole damn year long. Do you you remember that? That was a couple of years back. That's what you're getting here. And so they need to either, A, change the mechanics of Blake Bortles to make him a better quarterback, let him learn how to read a defense that's coming his way in order to be successful, and then you get Alex Smith if he can put some things together. And if the Jacksonville Jaguars have an Alex Smith, they win the division, they make the playoffs, and maybe win a game or two. But they have Blake Bortles. Oh, Sonny,
1: uh, I think you're going to love this. Have you okay. heard the rumors? Have you heard the rumors of of uh, who the the uh, Jaguars should try to trade for? No, I haven't heard who. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna love this. So there are rumors out there, there are people suggesting that the Jacksonville Jaguars should trade for a quarterback. And okay. this quarterback is none other than are you right I mean, I know you're on your medications and all, and I know you're on your coffee. <laughs> I need you to sit down for this one, though.
2: Uh, okay. Alright. Sitting down. I'll give I'll I'll
1: give you a hint. It is it is one of the most talked-about quarterbacks
2: on this show. Um, well, it can only be one of five. Are you talking? Are, are you talking that they would think about trading for Drew Brees? Uh, no, that's a really good
1: guess, but no, that is not the guy.
2: Well, first of all, they're not going to get they're not going to get Aaron Rodgers. They're not going to get no. Tom Brady. No. Um, you
1: talk a lot never... about him. Oh, I uh, Philip Rivers? And it's not good. And it's not good. No, it's not Philip Rivers.
2: Oh, and okay. It's never
1: good when you talk about
2: him. <laughs> I'd take Philip Rivers before Blake Bortles, but yeah, who who are they talking about? There
1: are rumors swirling around that the Jacksonville Jaguars are actually thinking about trading for. And he just lost his top two receivers. Yes, yes. dun dun dun, Eli Manning. <laughs> I could. Oh I could my not help. god! All I that, think about was that how is much classic. How much would Sonny laugh? And how much would Sonny puke up his guts to
2: hear that the Jaguars... I'd denounce my fandomship uh, if they did that. I'd be done. I'd be done. I'll tell you right
1: now. I'll tell you right now, though, Sonny, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Okay? So you have nothing to worry about. Well, hold on. Where do you think Eli Manning
2: does... Well, yes. <laughs> but where where, where where do you think Eli Manning can go?
3: Nowhere.
1: Uh, if he goes anywhere, he's going to stay in New York, but his colors are going to change from uh, blue and red to green and white. about you read my mind. Only... That's
2: exactly where – that's the exactly where I – because really – First of all, Cleveland isn't going to get him. He ain't going to go to Cleveland. You know, the only other team I can see, maybe, that Eli Manning ends up, if it's not the Jets, are the Forty ers and that's the, and really, that would be a huge stress. I uh, you know, a stretch, but I can't think of any question, other team. Here's my question though:
1: Why would you trade for for an older quarterback like an Eli Manning who? I'm sorry, he's just not a very good quarterback anymore, I and mean, he throws a lot of interceptions. Um, you know, he pouts when things don't go his way. You want that kind of attitude coming to your football team? That's exactly. I, I, don't, I
2: don't see that. And happen. by the way, like, what would, would it take can... to give him? I mean, the if you're the Jaguars, yeah. if, if you're the Jaguars, who are you going to give him? You're not going to give him anybody on that defense. I mean, hell, as it is, well, maybe there's one. Maybe. maybe there's one guy that they could throw in there, Barry Church. Is it Barry Church that's over there? It, 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 whoever it is, it's a former Dallas Cowboy back. That's I think it's Barry Church. Yeah, I think it's Barry yeah, Church.
1: That, yeah, Barry Barry Church, yeah, he's he's a he is a. That would boy. be
2: the only guy that I would do if i Listen, I watched Barry. It, by the way, I've interviewed him. I lost the tape, but I interviewed him. Hell of a guy, nice guy. Um, I spoke with him many many times. This guy gets burnt, like you, you know. Have you have you ever had a grilled cheese sandwich, and on one side it's perfect, and then on the other side it's burnt. That's what Barry Church yes. is. He looks like a perfect football player when you look at him. But, man, when the ball's in the air, he looks like the other side of that grilled cheese sandwich. He, this guy gets burnt. So if the Jacksonville Jaguars did any of them, I think, it, you know, I think Barry Church would be a part of it. But Eli Manning in Jacksonville, it, I, I would I would denounce I'm, I I would never They're personalized Jaguar jerseys of mine they got my names on them so I wouldn't actually you know burn them or destroy them but I would keep them in I'd keep them in the closet man I wouldn't be wearing them that's for damn sure yeah it, it it's it, it it's god that that would I would laugh my ass off, Corvo. You're right. You know me too well. I'd, I'd, I'd die laughing because that's just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, that, that, that was a pretty, pretty bad
1: idea of somebody to start those rumors because I, I don't personally see them trading for a 35-year-old quarterback or however old Eli is now. I don't. What is the logic in that? What are you going to get out of him? Not, not only you know, that, Claire, I mean, but
2: look at the year he's having right now. I mean, he, he, um, Eli Manning, personally put Odell Beckham on the shelf. Claire, well, we talked did. about it at the beginning of the season. We talked about it before this season even started. It's. Odell Beckham doesn't get the ball in stride He's gonna get hurt And I'll be damned if we just Didn't see that Now granted, now Odell Beckham wasn't 100% Probably shouldn't have been in that football game Period Okay, But why solidify the whole rest of the season Without an Odell Beckham I mean this guy Put him in danger And made him have to try to make a play That he had no business doing But he had to do it And I, you know, I hate Odell Beckham with a passion. But here's one thing I will tell you. That sure in the hell wasn't his fault. That was on the shoulders of Eli Manning. And I'll tell you right now, New, New, New York Giants fans, they should they should be writing letters. They should be on the air. I, I mean, that pass was horrible that, that Odell Beckham got hurt on. That was a bad pass by him. He's been doing it all year long.
1: Yeah, no, you're absolutely right, Sonny. I mean, if, if, all he had to do was throw the ball about two feet lower. That's all he had to do, about two Ridiculous. feet lower, and Odell Beckham would still be playing right now. But it didn't happen. Did not happen. Yeah. So
2: here we are. Not good. All right, um, Jacksonville and Rams. Are, are you are you going to go with the Rams? I mean, I'm I'm going to pull the trigger for today. You know, kind of a young quarterback. Great swarming defense. I'm not drinking Jaguar or Kool-Aid that they're going to make the playoffs, but I think they get this. Never mind, the Rams are flying cross-country for this one. Uh,
1: no, I'm going to go. I'm going to stick with your Jaguars, Sonny. If you're not going to pick your Jaguars, I will.
2: <laughs> no, no, I picked so, them. I picked them. I think their um, defense is good. I, I think their defense is going to confuse Jared Cobb. and they're going to bait them into two, maybe three interceptions. Because you know, I'll tell you that's one thing about the Jaguar defense. They can disguise what they're doing and make it look like they're not in the play- and you know, well, I'll just watch that Steeler game. I mean, did they bake, i mean, did they bake Ben Roethlisberger like like he was a worm? It was unbelievable. Yeah, and then bad. never mind the never never mind the tip passes that went out there. But I mean, he bait, they baited him a couple of times to make some bad throws. By the way, I mean I got to ask you this. I okay? mean, Ben Roethlisberger has you know, the guy just had a horrible, horrible game against Jack uh, Jacksonville. Horrible. Took loss. Had no business losing that game. By the way. And he says, well, I guess I can't play anymore. I mean, and, and did the media just jump all over this? I mean, don't, I mean, maybe it's me, but I think I can smell sarcasm from a mile away. I mean, I, I, and so yeah. now, they, now, they think, now they think Ben Roethlisberger is questioning himself. Hey, I, 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 I'm, I'm on beds today. Ben Roethlisberger is still a badass. And Ben Roethlisberger was not serious one bit. He was being sarcastic because they were asking those atypical, stereotypical questions that come to a guy who just had a bad game, and he just went sarcasm on him. Now, the, the, the media actually believes he believes the statements that he made. Maybe it's me. I don't know, but that has gotta be the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Stephen A. Smith gets up on Monday morning, you know, wagging on on um on uh Ben Roethlisberger and saying he's washed up. I mean I mean, I don't know who they've been watching for as many years as they are, but guess what? They're still in contention in the AFC North.
1: They are, um you know, I I just think right now. Yeah, I mean, obviously Ben has to give them something to talk about, but I I kind of am concerned, with Ben. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not saying that he's washed up, um, but however, I don't I don't feel like the same league quarterback that we're used to seeing, Sonny. I mean, oh, this no, is a guy. I won't go that route, but I get league. what he's on the decline. He he really is. Absolutely, I really feel like he's on the decline.
2: So but I, I, do you, I, wanna, I but think do you honestly think that he wants to take his ball home and, and be done with this? I mean, I've, I've heard, and, I, and I've heard other people talk about, you know, he loves his kids. He loves his wife. You know, and, and I get it, and I understand. Wants to spend time with them He's worried about concussions. I get that point of it. But I, 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 I for one second, don't – let, let's just say I think I put money that he plays in the NFL next year. And I think he stays right there in Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, oh, I mean, if he if he continues to play, I think there are thoughts in his mind that he does want to retire. I really do feel that way. But I think uh, and, there are And when it does happen, I, I and when it does happen, he's going to be a Steeler. He's not he's not getting traded anywhere. He's not going to go anywhere oh, else. No. He's oh no.
3: Stay. He's going to stay.
1: He's going to stay a Pittsburgh Steeler till the day he
2: retires. Yep, I, I agree. Think, this, and here's the thing. The guy doesn't need to go anywhere without... Be, the guy's going to be in the Hall of Fame. And if you honestly think that Ben Roethlisberger won't be in the Hall of Fame, you, you can have some of my meds. You'll need them because you need help. Um, I, I'm gonna, he, Ben Roethlisberger, I mean, gets a real sarcastic with the media, and they just jump and ride that train all day long. I... I I don't think I'm necessarily worried about Ben Roethlisberger for the rest of the season. And heck, I don't even think I'm worried about it next year. Maybe the year after that, I, I, you know, this guy's got a lot of miles on what 15 years. I mean, that's a long time to be a, a quarterback in the NFL. Just ask Tom Brady. I mean, you know, and, and then, but, you know, but Tom Brady looks like he could pay, play until he's about forty-eight. I mean, geez, he that, that guy could it's still ridiculous. play at a high level. But you're know, one thing that the difference between Ben Roethlisberger and Tom Brady. You know, who wins more? I mean, that right there tells you. I mean, the guy's taken a beating like you would not believe. And why the Steelers would not invest in protecting their Hall of Fame quarterback still amazes me but they still not do it. You know, they still don't take care of the guy who gets them to the Super Bowls, gets them to the playoffs and stuff like that. So I I think during the run of, of uh, Ben Roethlisberger, he might've had three good years with a real offensive line. Take away from that. He's been running for his life for his whole career. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's,
1: it's, it has definitely declined, but, uh, I don't think I think uh if he does continue to play after this year, Sonny, he's gonna give one more year. I, I, I really yep. do think that I, I think, I think you're right. about numbered, so um that's that's what I feel though.
2: But just my yeah, opinion. I I think I think you I think you'll be okay for the rest of this year. In fact, I, you know next I mean they got Kansas City. They're going to lose that game, and we'll we'll actually just roll right into that. Pittsburgh Steelers taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. It is in Kansas City, and I'll be honest. Even if if Ben Roethlisberger was playing well, you, you couldn't get me to pick Pittsburgh in Kansas City. Why? Jacksonville did what they did defensively. Guess what? Kansas City Chiefs are a pretty good football team, Cuervo. Said they're a pretty good football team. Uh,
1: yeah. Oh God,
2: yeah, they're uh, yeah, they're by the
1: football team. How
2: about how about the only team in the NFL undefeated? I mean, you know, hey, and I don't care how you do it by the skin of your you know teeth by the hair of your chinny chin chin they're 5-0 no one can take that away from them and I think they're going to be 6-0 and o after this and and it won't be because Ben Roethlisberger will, will have a bad game but I will tell you the backlash will come from that Cuervo you know if Ben Roethlisberger doesn't have a halfway decent outing oh man it's even going to get worse than it was last week
0: mhm
1: Yeah, yeah it could get worse I mean right now um you know, I I I I can't call him Big Ben anymore, Sonny. He's Little Ben right now until he gets back on on his feet and uh, he's he's playing well again. He's Little Ben, so
2: Little, little so Ben. So you're
1: right. Recover you, from
2: you think you think he you think he's done for the? Do you think he? Let, let me ask you. Do You think he's done for the year? Do you think Pittsburgh makes playoffs? I think I think they do make the playoffs. Um.
1: Do I think they're going to get far into the playoffs? No, I don't.
2: I don't think so either. I think they
1: win the first game,
2: and then after that they're done.
1: I don't think they even win their first game, Sonny, depending on who they they draw. Um, I don't even see them winning a game in the playoffs. I think they'll get there by default just because of how bad the the, uh, Ravens and the Bengals have been playing. Uh, But I don't even see them winning a game in the playoffs this year.
2: Wow, I well, I guess it just depends on who's going to be the other wild cards out there. Um, Exactly. You know, yeah, I you know they're right now. I mean, Baltimore. uh, You know, will they win the division? I don't know. I don't think so. Cincinnati definitely isn't. Cleveland definitely isn't. Um, You know, I you know it's almost you know it's a pickem between the the Baltimore Ravens and them. And I think Steelers probably still win it. Um, yeah, it'll be about the other. Uh, it'll be about the other wild card, wouldn't it? Be kind of cool though to be able to see the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Baltimore Ravens in the first round of the playoffs play each other. That'd be awesome. That'd be that atypical, you know, playoff time. You know, playoffs uh, games mm-hmm. that that you would like. Yeah, yeah. I
1: mean, it's it's. Uh... You know, it's going to be interesting to see how the Steelers bounce back if they bounce back from, you know, this game uh, last week that they had. And you know, absolutely. It's, it's, I, honestly, Sonny, my take on it, and I'm glad we're talking about this now. I'm glad I remembered because I did have some things I wanted to speak about as far as the Steelers are concerned. You know, sure. as, as much as we blamed, as much as we blamed Eli for the injury to Odell Beckham. I blame the Steelers' loss on Antonio Brown. And I'm going to tell you whether well, you blame it on Antonio Brown. Oh, my gosh. You're reading my saying,
2: mind, Cuervo.
1: Oh, well, I mean, we talked about it last week in the uh, Messenger, too. But I want yeah. everybody to know this. The reason I blame it on Antonio Brown is because when you sit there and you throw tantrums and you whine and you cry that you want the ball and now your quarterback gets you the ball, this is what happens. You get double team, sometimes even triple team, and it forces turnovers. But hey, you wanted the ball, right? You should have yeah, it, make it happen. You wanted the damn ball, I, and you couldn't make it happen.
2: Cuervo, and, and it cost I'm going to go back to what I must say. I, I'm right there with you, and, I, and I'm going I'm to take back. Ben Roethlisberger is going to retire at the end of this year, and, and, That's and, and what I'm I'm, I'll tell you. The his the history of BS that this guy's put up with, whether it be getting an offensive coordinator, I don't care how much that they kissed and made up, they still hate each other. It was the guy from Kansas City. What was his name? The offensive coordinator. Oh, Todd Haley. Yeah. They can't stand each other. I, I'm sorry. And it's obvious. At least to me, it's obvious. So, you know, if, if I'm seeing it, someone else has got to see it. Um. And, you know, then you add on Antonio Brown's antics. Ben Ben Roethlisberger has been through a lot in his career as far as players are concerned and as far as uh, guys are. And I think Ben Roethlisberger is sitting here thinking to himself. So I I will. I'll take my – I'll go back up on it. I think Ben Roethlisberger will retire. And here's what I hope he does, Okay. I hope he snaps it off in their ass right before the beginning of the season. He acts like he's going to go through training camp and he says, you know what, right before the first game of the season, he says, you know what, guys, my body just can't handle this anymore. I'm worried about concussions. And snap them off right before they start in week number one. Wouldn't that be a great revenge for Ben Roethlisberger? Because I'm with you, Quervo. I think he's sick and tired of the BS that he's been dealing with over the years.
1: I mean, how could you not? I mean, you you know, you got you got a crybaby receiver that wants the ball all the time. You got a running back that wants to get paid way more than he probably should be because the Mm -hmm. position is starting to become irrelevant, and he sat out for the preseason. You know, you got you got an offensive coordinator that you don't get along with. You got a head coach that wants to uh, criticize uh, the one player who is an actual. Military veteran that actually wants to stand for the national anthem, and he's going to say that he's upset and, and disappointed in him. Matt, f you, dude. F exactly. You, what I say
2: to Mike Tomlin, I've lost I, so much respect. How did that guy sign that extension? By the way, we didn't even talk about that. You remember? It was a couple of weeks ago. This guy signs an extension. I mean, I, I'm sorry. I'm not sure what team that they're watching. I mean the Rooneys are pretty dedicated to their coach, but I mean sooner or later you gotta make a decision. I don't know what team they're watching. Okay, they make it to the playoffs wonderful. But they haven't done really Jack Squat lately in the playoff square They they've been less than stellar.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so I mean,
1: really, I mean to my in my opinion, I mean
2: I called for this guy's head a couple years back.
1: Well, we don't see it yet, Sonny, but I think the Steelers are start, starting to slowly fall apart.
2: Yep. I think you're right. And I think you're and, and, Wouldn't and, that be great? And, and, and we need to mark this day down because, you know, Sonny's on drugs, okay? He's on those wonderful medications. And I think i said the smartest thing in the world, and it was let Ben Roethlisberger just let him have it right before the beginning of the year. I mean, I mean, let them mm-hmm. have it. Say, oh, why don't you guys just figure it out now, you bastards? And kick him down, and, you know, because I, you know, out of all the players on that football team, Quervo the one guy that's not getting the respect is Ben Roethlisberger. That yeah, part you're right about, because you look at the crybaby, you know, wide receiver, then you got the running backs that is doing, and then you got a team that won't invest in the offensive line, and he's supposed to put up with that nonsense. Any out any football team that's out there that has a quarterback worth a nickel, okay, except maybe Aaron Rodgers. They haven't figured out they need an offensive lineman. Um, um, but take away from him, everybody else has an offensive line, okay, because they think of it the same way we do, quarterback number one, offensive line number two, and the backup quarterback number three. And then the rest falls into place because wide receivers, you can say whatever you want about them. They're a dime a dozen. There are only so many superstars that are out there. But you have to ask yourself sooner or later, who are you going to keep? Are you going to keep Ben Roethlisberger or are you going to keep Antonio Brown? Well, the problem with that is is that Ben Roethlisberger is fifteen years in, and Antonio Brown is five, who else are they going to go for and they're and they're going to pick the wrong guy.
0: Mhm
1: yeah, that that's, that that's what could very well happen with the Steelers. i mean they they're they have to be very careful in how they handle this situation, everything with you know Tomlin to Antonio Brown to Ravion Bell, like all these things that are going on. It's like it's almost like we want to ignore it because oh it's the Pittsburgh Steelers. Like they're right. the last franchise in the NFL. It's like, well hold on a second. Yep. Just because they're the Pittsburgh Steelers, it doesn't change the it's the same type of problems that any other team has. So to sit there and, and, and try to dismiss it because oh, it's the Pittsburgh
2: Steelers. to me yep. that's ridiculous.
1: Uh, and, and I there's think a that, PR uh,
2: nightmare about raid to happen too, Cuervo. Look at this. I mean, they're going to pick the wrong way. It's going to be a PR nightmare, and then they're going to have that backup quarterback I can't remember his name I got to have to take over for this team. and that's not going to get the job done in the AFC North. I, I you know say whatever you want about Cincinnati, they'll be back next year. Uh, you know, depending on who they have a quarterback, but the Baltimore Ravens are always going to be there. Cincinnati is always going to be there. They're the three of the four in that that division. That and Lord forbid if the Browns ever figure it out. You know, I, I'm not saying that they're going to end up being the Browns or, or the Browns will ever beat them in as far as the uh, win loss column is concerned. But I'll tell you right now, it it doesn't take much to become the Cleveland Browns, quarterback it really doesn't. You lose your quarterback, you lose your superstars, and next thing you know, you're the Cleveland Browns or the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, I mean, I think
1: if you know with those three guys on offense, if Ben retires, Antonio Brown's not the same guy. Bell Bell leaves because he's going to be. He's probably not going to get signed again. He's. I don't. I don't know. What I think exactly. they're sick of
2: him. Do you? Never mind the money. Kind of, I think yeah. they're sick of him.
1: I kind of do, I but, but of at do the same time, forever,
2: you made a very valid point that even me, right now, I heard loud and clear. This this guy, he plays in a position that is a dying breed out there. And as much as I dislike Le'Veon Bell, the guy's got mad skills, and someone's oh, going to well, pay definitely. the man. Someone's going to pay the man. Sure. And, and but I don't think oh, it's sure. going. I honestly don't think it's going to be the the Steelers.
1: No, they're just they're not the they're not the type of team to overpay for guys. I mean, think about all the guys throughout. Let's just take the last ten years, guys that they have let walk away. Guys like Mike Wallace, guys like Emmanuel yep. Sanders, is, who's still putting up big numbers in Denver. Um, Absolutely. I mean, they, they let James Harrison walk away at a point in time. They let, um, uh, you know, I'm trying to think of who else. They never, I mean, Troy Polamalu. I'm surprised Troy Polamalu never left. He, I mean, he retired just in time before the Steelers were probably going to let him go. Uh, Harrison know.
2: came back. Didn't he play for Cincinnati?
1: Harrison played two, I want to say two years for the Bengals.
2: And now yep. he's
1: back in Pittsburgh. He's been back in Pittsburgh for two years now.
2: Yep. So. I don't know. Um, wow.
1: Yeah, with that said, I mean, it, it's, it's only a matter of time before, if, especially if Brown continues to be the way he is, they're going to get rid of him. They're going to trade him away. Even if yep. he is considered the best receiver in the game, the Steelers have done it before. It's not going to be a big surprise. Um because guess what? The, the most important position is that quarterback, and that's the one that they need to be worried about. They need to do whatever they got to do to make Ben happy. And right now it's not happening. Yeah, that but,
2: Cranlo, right. the, maybe I'm mistaken. I, I thought, didn't Antonio Brown sign for, like, big-time bucks? He got, like, 20 he million did. bucks guaranteed in February. So, he did. You know, he did. And, so they're kind of stuck with him. I, if I'm not mistaken, it was a five-year deal. So they're they're kind of like stuck with him. That's why Big Ben is on his way out. You know, 19 million guaranteed. Here, hold it. Here, here, here it is. The deal included a 19 million dollar guaranteed uh, signing bonus. A signing bonus, four-year deal, 68 million dollars. Are we? I mean, can we talk? I mean that 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 that's that's crazy money. Seventeen
1: million a year, the average. Yeah, seventeen million a year for a, for a wide receiver that gets mad when he only gets targeted seven times a game.
2: Yeah, he, he's Ridiculous. a crybaby. That's for that's for damn sure. Oh, geez, I just looked at the time, Quervo. We got twelve minutes and we got some games. All right, all right. So, Kansas City, Pittsburgh. Are you are you gonna go Kansas City or are you gonna go Pittsburgh? Chiefs, they got revenge on their mind. They're going to get it done. I yeah, and it, but here's one thing. I, I'm I'm picking the I'm picking Kansas City in this game. It would not shock me if the Kansas uh, Pittsburgh Steelers won this game. Big Ben trying to figure out how to get revenge on people's stupid talk about him. So I it's not an asterisk. I still pay, pick them, but it still wouldn't shop me. Tampa Bay and Arizona, I think, is just the easiest pick of the of the game uh, of the day, Quervo, besides the Brown game. I mean, Arizona Arizona can't get out of their own way. They're playing bad. The offense is bad. The only one that's there that's playing worth a nickel is the guy that should have been in New England, and and the rest of it is it's mediocre at best. It's pedestrian. Arizona. Looks like the Arizona of the early 2000s right now. And believe me, I lived through it. It's not good. But they might have a running game now, Sonny. Don't forget. They, they, they should never bring him back. They need to leave that guy out for two or three more weeks. But that, that's where what's going to happen, Cuervo, it's that desperation because this division this division is going to call for this guy to come back because they need everything and anything they can get right now.
1: No, I'm talking about the trade just made.
2: Uh, I did forget about Arizona. that. Adrian Listen, he's washed up. He is going to he's going to be like Emmett Smith when he went over there. You remember Emmett Smith how great he was? He went to Arizona, averaged 1.4 yards a carry in his Arizona career. That's what Adrian is going to be. By the way, I think he's washed up. I think he's done. I mean, if you can't convince a football team, now granted, it wasn't the right pick in the first place, Cuervo. they had no business over on a throwing football team that wasn't going to get the ball unless they were going to include him in that passing game, which they didn't. That's one of the biggest mistakes that they did. But never mind the fact that's a football team that needs to run the football instead of putting everything on the shoulder of Drew Brees. Adrian Peterson had a point, but he's going over to Arizona. And, you know, Arizona is a football team that is going to be coming from behind for the rest of the season, and they're not going to give him the ball because they're going to need the time, unless they put him in the passing game.
1: Well, I mean, and, and maybe they do that. Maybe they maybe. get him, in the, you know, maybe they give him. Maybe, maybe they're listening to the show. <laughs> Who knows, Sonny? Who knows? But a lot of people do. Is, all I know is Adrian Peterson even said it. I didn't come to New Orleans for nine carries. Well, okay, fine then. Uh, you're out the door. Bye. That's what they did. So
2: hopefully, do you think you get he gets more in Arizona? Do you think he oh, gets more?
1: a lot in more. Oh. oh, a lot more. Most definitely. Most or at least the ball. Oh, yeah.
2: Maybe not. Maybe maybe you'll get it in that passing game. You're right. I, I, you know, Arizona Cardinals are in trouble. So I mean, you know, a great PR move. I'll give them that. Same thing with the, when they signed Emmett Smith. It was a great PR move. Question is, will it will it you know help them out on the football field? Well, it's not going to help them this week. Tampa Bay is going to beat their asses all over the football field. This first time. I'm picking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I mean, th- this one right here, this one, this one was the easiest pick of the week, besides the Cleveland Brown games. And Indianapolis is on the bye, so whoever is going to actually, they play on Monday night. So you know, th- those are. This was the third easiest pick of the week.
1: Third easiest pick of the week, huh? Absolutely. Interesting, Sonny. Interesting. Um, I'm going to go with – hold on. i got to see something real quick.
2: Is it (laughs) – You're trying to convince yourself to take the Arizona Arizona, uh, um, Cardinals. Cardinals? Well, they're at (laughs) home. Are Are you looking for the stretch? I know they're at home. I know they're at home. (laughs) Um. So, so uh, gonna is the trigger going to be pulled? <laughs> no, I'm going Tampa. <laughs>
1: I'm going to stick with Tampa Bay, just because. Listen, I'm that quarterback at, for real uh, down
2: there. Um. Well, James. Winston. What's his name? Yeah, I think he's. I think he's developing. I mean, he's doing exactly what he's supposed to do. Cuervo is. You know, in his early career, developing—he's developing right before our eyes. Now, I'm not saying he's Peyton Manning, but he's developing into a pretty good quarterback. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, you know, he's he, the, the problem with him though is I think he still—I think he still turns the ball over too much. Um, he has to avoid trying to, you know, be a Peyton Manning or a Brett Favre and trying to get those tight throws in, in into tight spots and he's not he's not that guy yet. He's not that guy yet. So he has to stop trying to be that guy and just let the game come to him. Let the let the opportunities come to him instead of trying to force something to make to make something happen. That's to me that's point. what I see with Jameis Winston, Sonny. I mean I just feel like he forces things too much still and that's why you see a lot of games with Jameis Winston, you know, high completion percentage, which is great. That's what you always want. Um, You know, pretty good yardage, two hundred and fifty to three hundred normally. But he'll have two touchdowns, Mm -hmm. two interceptions, one touchdown, two interceptions, three touchdowns. By the way, like it's it's inconsistent.
2: Yep. Bam and Smith deal. You ready for this? I got it for you. You Ready?
1: Oh, what you got, sonny? Oh boy.
2: (laughs) Ten games with the Arizona Cardinals. He rushed for ninety yards. Not in Ten a game. 10 games? 10 games. 10 games. Wow. 90 yards. Only started five in that season. Okay? I thought he rushed two thousand 2004. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. No, mark that. He rushed for 256. He rushed the ball 90 times. That I got that wrong. But only 256. Now, oh, okay, do re- that's still yeah. bad. That that that's still bad. Now he had a better year. Nine hundred thirty-seven yards in his second year. He played fifteen games. Rushed the ball two sixty-seven. The question is. Will the Arizona Cardinals think to get the ball to AP? Now, Arizona Cardinals, you pick up Adrian Peterson, I think you've got to give him the ball. I think you've got to rush the ball. You've got to dedicate it, I, especially after what he said. We, I didn't come to, to New Orleans to rush the ball only eight times. So they're going to have to definitely get involved with the, with the offense. The question is, does he play week one? Do you, does he see a lot of touches in week one? Maybe in week two he gets more. I mean, obviously it should work out. But mm-hmm. I, I think that's the right amount of touches for his first game, maybe nine or ten touches, and, uh, unless, unless the first five are magnificent, and then, then you go from there. But you also got to remember, this is a guy that can rush for 220 yards one game and then pop off the next three for 60 yards in, in those games. So, you know, that, that, that's just what he is. He has monster games, and then he's got mediocre for the rest of them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean uh, that's that's what you, I guess that's what you're gonna get though. Um, yep. But you know it's like you said though, hopefully they don't think he's the same AP that we're used to seeing. Uh, you know the Minnesota AP. He's not that guy no more.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, it's he's funny not. we
1: say it's funny though, Sonny. We say that and watch him go out and get 100 yards today.
2: Yeah, exactly. You're you're, you're damned if we do, we are damned never if we know. don't. <laughs> never by the way, um, it, by the way, here some good news. I am off tomorrow. I have no plans because I'm not feeling well. I'm not going to be doing anything. We and I could be on meds and do this show. So we, we're 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 all set for tomorrow afternoon. Um, so if you want to do that, so just keep that. I in like mind. it, Sonny. And I we'll like pick it, our Monday night. We'll pick our Monday night game then. So we got five min uh, four minutes. So we have Chargers at Raiders. I think this one's easy to pick, but I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, wait, which game is this again? Chargers at Raiders. I'm sorry, I didn't you didn't recognize it. I didn't go Raiders. Okay,
1: <laughs> I'm going to go with the Raiders, and the reason I'm the going Raiders. with Raiders. Derek Carr is back. Derek Carr is ready to get back in there. Derek Carr is ready to get the Raiders back to uh, winning, get them back on track. That's what I was looking for, back on track. And uh, I think he does it in a big
2: way. So I like, I, don't. I like the
1: Oakland Raiders.
2: I don't. I think they're bringing them back too fast. They shouldn't bring them back for the Ra- for the Chargers. Out of all the teams, don't bring him back for the Division Chargers. Game, sonny. Yep. I know, and that's the problem, and I I, I get exactly why they're doing it. I, I, I'm not blind to the fact, but you're talking Derek Carr, okay? You lost this guy going into the playoffs last year, and look what it cost you. You should not bring him back. I don't think he's ready. In reality, the good warm-up game, okay, but I don't think they win by a lot. I mean, so that's that's just where I'm kind of sitting there. But I do have Oakland. Then, uh, the Sunday night game is easy as peasy. This might be the fourth easiest pick. The Giants at Denver. I mean, what the Denver's, Denver Broncos have lost how many games? You know, home for the last few years? Not many. This, this, this is a great like one, home maybe field. Two. Yeah, something stupid like that. And um, the Giants don't have... Giants don't have anything in them in order for me to pick them.
1: Yeah, I don't either. I mean, there's nothing good you can say right now about the Giants. They've lost all the receivers. Eli Manning sucks, regardless. Um, and the defense, the defense is not playing anywhere near the expectation level. They're just giving up way too much on defense. The Giants are a bad team, Sonny. So So we can finally admit Eli Manning sucks? Yes. I am so excited. (laughs) Absolutely. I'm so excited. I I think Denver has this game put away by halftime.
2: By I agree. And Trevor Simeon's going to look like an (laughs) all-pro. He might. He might. Because that defense uh, would, isn't as good as it would... used to be either. Se- exactly. Secondary's bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Can you hear the music, or am I just not hearing it?
1: Yes. No, no, you you were playing it. I can hear it in the background. Okay,
2: good. Yeah, good. So, that having been said... Uh, we're we're done for the week. We'll pick Monday's game tomorrow. We'll decide when that's going to be off air, Cuervo. What what, what what time sounds good? What what time sounds good?
1: Afternoon, Sonny. I mean, anytime in the afternoon. Anytime after, I'd say two o'clock
2: your time. Two o'clock my time sounds good. We'll see you then. We'll do the Monday thing, and we'll talk about the games here on the Couch Potato Sports Show Monday afternoon. Everybody have a good day. We're out of here. Bye-bye.
1: NFL Red Zone. Have a good one, Sonny. Red Zone's coming on. (laughs) Red Zone.